the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, it's Friday. I'm back in the studio because the uh, the session is in session. How's that one for you? But they're done for the day. They're, they've already left. So it doesn't make any sense for us to go over there and, and do the show to an empty capital. So let's they don't come. work on Friday afternoon? Well, they have it. They were this week. They worked this morning. But they want them to get back home. Uh, and since some of them drive three, three and a half hours to get home, they want them to get out early enough to make it home in a decent amount of time. So anyway, hmm. that's what's going on. I don't know what's happened over there. Uh, Paul Calvert was there. He may stop by later in the show, spend a half hour with us, and just bring us up to date what's uh, what's transpiring. But we'll be back there Monday. we got about another two weeks to go, and uh, we'll see what uh, occurs. We'll be back there. It will be april when we go back let's just put it that way isn't that crazy because the last day of march is sunday if i'm not mistaken and april fool's day is monday so you never know what will happen on the dave ellswick show that day i'm i'm notorious for april fool's jokes on uh, on april 1st so just might have to do something you know, tell them aoc's president now no, she no, got inaugurated man. and my okay. my best one it made it made a story uh in australia it was carried what? in all yes when we had everybody believing that george bush was painting the white house black so that terrorists could not find it at nighttime in washington dc and some crackhead thought that was a real story a lot of people well we had we had a fake uh we had a we had a fake page all made up web page and everything and people could click and go wow. through the stuff we, we, wow. went, we went all out that year it was great wow it was hilarious it was hilarious. and we had people believing it Be- between that and the year that we told everybody they were getting ready to tax the sidewalks mm. and they were going to measure how far you walk from your car to your work place mm-hmm. and they were going to tax you for that hmm. uh those were the two best those were the two best april fool's jokes that we did we'll see i'll I'll see if i can't come up with something i'll rack my brain this weekend put something together quickly hey i watched a movie um Mm -hmm. what was today is uh, friday so must it was wednesday night Mm -hmm. it's kicking back and i go what do i want to watch tonight so i flipped it over on netflix just to see and i watched this movie called the dirt i'm sorry it was all right, man. It was okay. Oh, it, was it was horrible. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's well, that's because you thought it was horrible because you wanted it to be a big screen movie. It could have been a Bohemian no. Rhapsody if they'd want it. No, I mean it's just it's horrible for a lot of reasons. And I mean, you know, you and I, you and I had this discussion, and you know, <laughs> I knew I over and over and over again. Um, you know, and don't get me wrong, I like Netflix. I'm a Netflix subscriber, um, and I'm an early adopter of television. I mean, I jumped on TiVo as soon as it became available. You know, I believe in 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 home viewing, uh, but it if if I told you it'd been a decade since I had watched anything on ABC, CBS, NBC, or Fox, <coughs> probably has been. 
<coughs> and it's probably been a good five years or longer since I've watched any live television. I DVR everything. And, you know, my favorite channels are HBO, Stars, Showtime, Cinemax, EPIX, AMC. Um, I just don't do broadcast TV. And I like Netflix, and I think Netflix does TV very well. Mm -hmm. Netflix is not a movie studio, and Netflix doesn't do movies well. Um, and, and, And that being said, I hated to see that property end up at Netflix. Now, if they had taken the book... And they had made the book a series where they oh, had. Oh, it would have been much better. Where they had, you know, um, a season of, you know, 13 one hour episodes to tell that story. Mm-hmm. That would have been fine. Or if they were going to make an hour and 48 minute movie, they could have handled it like A Star is Born or Green Book or Bohemian Rhapsody and given it a big big uh, screen debut from a real movie studio distributor uh and i mean i like home entertainment i have a movie room at 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 my house i have a 200 inch tv screen i have the same recliners that are sitting in my movie theaters in my house right okay and i have the most awesome home uh sound system you can imagine and it's a 200 inch screen i mean the movie screen at my house is as big as this wall here in your studio. So it's a um, projection. A projection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, projector. it's it's. If you can imagine the movie room of my house, you can put twenty of those recliners. that's in my movie theater in my movie room at my house. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I have seven point one Dolby surround in my movie room at my house. The screen is a two hundred inch screen. It's bigger than this wall in your studio, right? That's good. But I'm under. Yeah, I'm under no illusions that i'm at a movie theater well okay? i agree with right, you on right. that. so i mean to watch something on a netflix subscription at your house and think that that's a movie experience is like going to the waffle house for a steak no that's not what I, but that's not what i'm saying matt i'm just saying i enjoyed watching right. the movie the dirt they hit and they hit the high spots of I'm, their career and I, the low spots. there's two reasons that i hate it one uh, it wasn't theatrically distributed and made into the quality of motion picture that Stars Born or Bohemian Rhapsody was okay. because there's definitely the music there for that. Yeah. And if Paramount had retained that property, it would have been so much better with a better director, real distribution, a real budget, okay, and real stars. Much like Triple Frontier. Yeah, if I Catherine, that. If Catherine Bigelow had directed that and if Tom Hardy had stayed in it and it had a Paramount budget, how much better would Triple Frontier have been? Oh, I agree. Was he supposed to play uh, Ben Affleck's part? Uh, I, I don't remember the parts okay. exactly. All right. But but unfortunately, Paramount got into financial trouble uh, and had to sell off a lot of properties. One of those properties was Pri- Triple Frontier. The other property was The Dirt. Mm-hmm. Now, from a marketing point of view, Molly Crew re- continue to be geniuses. They have the book, The Dirt, and sales have picked up on that now. They released a soundtrack to The Dirt with four new songs on it. It's a number one album out right now. And they've got that movie. They've been able to monetize that. Good. I'm make sure, some money off of that. I'm it's happy huge. For them. It's huge. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, The Dirt is higher rated than Black Panther. Cool. On Rotten Tomatoes, The Dirt is higher rated than uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. That being said, I hate the fact that it was on Netflix. And then as a whole, I just hate the movie. And and the reason that I hate the movie is I'm too close to it. If well, you know the guys. If yes, if you're a casual rock fan like you are, yeah, okay, you probably didn't even read the book, The Dirt. 
No. Probably didn't even read it. Whereas, you know. I've read a million rock and roll books. I don't need where, to read you know, they, the, you know, those guys have signed my copy. So, you know, I'm too close to it. And so when I sit in the, and when I watch the movie The Dirt, I cringe and I'm upset and I'm pissed off, quite frankly, at everything that's wrong. You know, like um, like you got, um, you know, you got <laughs> Doc McGee, who's supposed to be their manager. And at one point in the movie, uh, Doc, they're at a hotel and Doc McGee is rattling off everybody that he manages. Okay. And this is in 1983 when they're touring Shout at the Devil and they're opening up for Ozzy and they're on the road for the first time. Dot McGee says he manages Kiss. No, that's not true. Dot McGee did not manage Kiss until 1996 when Kiss did their first reunion tour and they had Ace Freely and Peter Chris back for the first time. Right. This is a scene set in 1983, 13 years before Kiss gave Dot McGee the time of day. That's wrong. That's not true. Dot McGee says in a statement later that he manages Skid Row. He makes that statement in a scene set in 1984. Skid Row did not exist as a band until 1989. You, you're missing a band that didn't exist during that time frame. Okay, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I can go on all day, man. Uh, Pamela Anderson's not even in the movie. Nope. How big of a deal was Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson? She's not even in the movie, right? I, I mean, <clears throat> okay. So you tell me. Okay, uh, let me ask yeah. a couple of questions about the movie. Yeah. Uh, the movie, of course, talks about uh, Tommy Lee and Heather yeah. Locklear. Yeah. And he makes a statement in the movie, and I think it's he's talking to Nikki, and he says, yeah, that's that's the one I let get away, as though that was the woman that was the real love of his life. True or false? Well, I mean, I think that is some dramatic license there, and when you're doing a biopic like that, you have to approach the people that are going to be in the biopic to get approval for them to be in the movie. When they went to Pamela Anderson, she said no. They didn't offer enough money, and she didn't want anything to do with it. That's why Pam's not mentioned in the movie. Also, Doc McGee was a two-person management team. It wasn't they, Doc by well, himself. They mentioned that barely, at the beginning barely, of the movie. Barely, because well, that guy would not sign off on it either. I knew that he wasn't in it. Right, okay. and and you know, and you've got all the sex, and you've got all the drug abuse, and you've got all the wild parties, and it would be hard to make that movie and get an R rating and put it in movie theaters. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody was PG-13, mm-hmm. but Bohemian Rhapsody told a personal story where they took out all the sex and drugs to get the PG-13 rating, right? You think about that movie, if they had dwelt on the heroin addiction, if they had dwelt on the comeback, if they had dwelt on the death of Vince's daughter, if they had dwelt on all those things and toned the sex and drugs down enough to get an R to go into movie theaters or PG-13, how much better that would have been. Um, it, there's just a lot of stuff in there that's not true. Like the part where Doc McGee is fired because he brings Nikki Six's mom to yes. see Nikki Six at Christmas never happened. Nikki Six's mom never showed up. Doc McGee got fired in Russia after uh, Tommy Lee beat him uh, because he set up a big thing called the Moscow Music Peace Festival. And all these bands went over there to play. Dokken, Bon Jovi, Scorpions, Skid Row. He was managing them by the end. Motley Crue. And the closing act was Bon Jovi. Okay. Dokken went Boy, on. Boy, he didn't belong there. Dokken went on. Uh, Skid Row went on. Uh, the Scorpions went on. Everybody went on. And then Motley Crue and then Bon Jovi. They were the headliner, the major headliner, the last. Right. It was supposed to be Motley Crue. Okay, and Motley Crue yeah. left and went to Russia on the belief that they were the headliner. So when Motley Crue finished playing their set, they came off the stage. Tommy Lee hit Doc McGee in the mouth, knocked him down. Nikki Sitz commenced to kick him in the ribs and broke his ribs, and they fired him there. 
No, oh, okay. and they went with Tenth Street Management, and they've been with Tenth Street Management ever since. Tenth Street Management put together the movie deal. Tenth Street Management oversaw the release of the book, and 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 so the whole Doc McGee thing, you know, just totally not there. He never had that situation with his mom. Nikki Six was raised by his grandparents. Okay. So, I mean, you know, there's just so many issues with that thing on Netflix. Now, if you're looking for an hour and 48 minutes of some entertainment at home and you want to watch a made-for-TV movie, turn right. it on. That's, but, you I know. Got, I gotta, I got, I'm going to tell you the truth, all right? Ugh. And yeah. it is, but you said you're too close to it. I turned it on right. because I knew it was going to be entertaining. Right. It is entertaining. It's I'll inter- give you it, that. It, it's a good movie. If sure. You uh, it beats watching American Idol. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, you should watch that instead of the Great British Baking Show. Mm-hmm. I understand. Don't turn on CNN. Turn on the dirt. But for what it could have been, okay, for what it could have been. may still be. Uh, it may still be. What it could have been. What it could have been. What it could have been. I thought, I thought they did a fair job at showing the heroin addiction in Nikki Six. Yeah, you know, I mean... He's got a book out called The Heroin Diaries on that. Um and, and 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 to me that's a little disingenuous too because if you're spending a grand a day yep in 1980s money money on heroin you're not going to remember much of that. So No, well, that's true too. <laughs> yeah. So so Kind of like living right. through the 60s and 70s. Right. You, 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 yeah. It's going to be if hard. You live there, you don't remember it. <laughs> right. And, you know, his girlfriend at the time, you know, Fiona Apple, who played in Prince's band and had a bunch of songs released with Prince, you know, he yeah. drug her down into the depths of hell to the point that, you know, Nicky she did. Yeah. Oh, I did. To the know point that. that she had to have a kidney transplant. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's kind of like now when you see these people that, you know, they, they, they get online and they trash talk Vince, okay? And they trash talk Vince Neal. They talk about Vince Neal's appearance. They talk about Vince Neal being overweight. They talk about all these problems Vince Neal had. And, you know, I, I, I want to grab these people and choke them out and punch them in the face. And I want to say, look, man, number one, how are you going to look when you're 60 years old, okay? I want to, you know, make a comment if you look like, you know, a chiseled piece of granite when you're 60, number one. Number two, number two, number two, I want you to have your best friend die in an auto crash accident that you caused and then have your four-year-old daughter die of cancer. That was the terriblest part of the story. I want you to go through those two things and you just live, not commit suicide, actually be able to stay alive, okay? And and then you not have a drinking problem and 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 not not be overweight and also while you're at it not only hold that together but sell a hundred million records. Then if you can do all that, cast the first stone, my brother. But you can't. You can't. You're sacking groceries at Kroger. So get offline and shut up. <laughs> you know. I, I mean, it just, the, the whole thing irritates me, man. I understand. You know. I understand, Vince. You know, has had some substance abuse issues. But tell me who's best friend dies in a car crash that they're in and uh daughter dies of cancer when they're four or five years old may not have a little bit of a substance abuse issue. They might not they may not have a drink every now and then or whatever. Okay. And I understand that Vince is overweight, but he's sixty. A lot of people sixty years old overweight. So Yep. Yeah. I understand that he you can't don't look sing. like you're 21. Oh, he can still. I understand in, in 2019, he, can, he, he can. doesn't sound like he sounded in 1989. I understand that, but you don't either. Nobody yeah. does. You heard Rod Stewart lately? Just saying, Sounds man. Like a, fraud, a fraud croaker. Just saying. I got I to 
I got a lot of beefs with the film. I got a lot of beefs with Netflix over the film. I got a lot of beefs with people that just get online and trash talk like that, like a bunch of haters, man. How many records you sold, bro? I mean, shut up, you know? <laughs> shut up, man. Just, it's just, I'm too close to it, man. I'm too close to it. I'm just. Which I'm just, of the four guys are you the closest to? Vince. Vince. Yeah, see, I know. Ah, Vince, man. I knew it was Vince. 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 Yes. Yes. I and, and he's and, a nice guy. I've heard. I, I, yeah, and I and I and I really like Tommy and and. Um, you know, it, Mick Mars doesn't socialize. Although I will say that does um, he move around hardly at all anymore? He's okay. I, you know, I will say in Chicago, uh, he did take the time to speak to my daughter when she was like three years old. Uh-huh. You know, a few years ago on the last tour, and I mean that was nice. But Mick doesn't socialize. I haven't. I haven't. Um, and he is a class act. Um, He's one, about the music. Yeah, yeah one year at Nam, uh, he um, he had so many autographs to do, and he's already got that bone disease. Yeah. And how much can you sign? And they were running out of stuff for him to sign, and they got him some uh, <laughs> some some PV business cards. And he was signing those and giving them to people because the line just stretched throughout the building. I'm sure. And the PV rep was just flipping over the PV business cards and signing them so you hand them out because the posters and stuff that they brought for him to sign. I mean, uh, even though they had thousands, I mean, they they they, they went. So I mean, he's a class act. I mean, it, and it's difficult for him to sit there and sign stuff like that. But he did that. He also did take time to speak to my three year old. Uh, but he didn't really socialize, so I never really socialized him that much. So I mean, for me, Vince and Tommy. Nikki is is strange and 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 somewhat <laughs> somewhat of a of a um Nikki carries a lot of a lot of cockiness to him and a lot of things like that and I mean he he That's does from his youth man yeah and he does have some you know he does have some issues there and I'm I'm glad they they had that part where he realized what he needed to do to bring the people back because oh, when they were sitting at the table and yeah, talking. and you know and, and a lot of what's going on with that band like you said i mean mick mars brought some seriousness and some seriousness and some music to those yeah, first those first albums and and nikki can play yeah and nikki six did a lot of the songwriting and 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 mick mars as well uh with just the music and writing the songs but their biggest hits uh or because of Vince. I mean, Home Sweet Home, uh, Vince put that together. You know, that's their biggest hit. Uh-huh. I mean, um, when 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 Vince was allowed to write a song and contribute a song to the record, that was their hit single. Okay. Um, and 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 Tommy's personality brought a lot to the band. So you know, there's a lot to be said for that. Not that I'm discounting Nikki's con- contribution nor mix, but Okay, uh, now, as did, the did Nicky write Doctor Feelgood, uh, it was a collaboration. Was I mean, it? he did write that, and that was based on some of his situations. I'm sure, and, it was. and Kickstart My Heart. Yeah, too. well, Kickstart is hard. I knew that you know, was. But at the time when they wrote Kickstart and they put in a lot of imagery there with car racing in that song, mm-hmm. uh, Nicky Six. I mean, excuse me, Vince Neil was racing cars at that time with Stephen Percy from Rat. His Rat's lead singer. They both had some uh, top fuel funny cars that they were racing on the track and doing stuff like that so uh you know the vince contributed a lot of the lyrics to that based on the racing based on the car racing at that time so that that had a lot to do with that and you know vince just um made friends easily and 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 was uh i mean dude was popular i mean you know he he the ladies loved him well i mean (laughs) you know everybody liked the guy i mean you know they 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 forget about that too i mean you know when when there when they were trying to fire him and nikki was taking credit for the band and i mean he had uh there was some uh (laughs) there was some guy um i can't 
can't remember now the name of the family, but they had the mining rights all over Wyoming, uh-huh. and they had a private jet. Uh, and, and there in the nineties, uh, they flew Vince around to all the shows on that mining company's wow. private jets. He didn't even fly with the guys, you know. I mean, they they put all the guys on that on that plane to to tell up the story, you know. Mm-hmm. But those guys were flying on that plane, and Vince was flying on that mining company's jet to those shows because that family wanted to hang out with him, you know. Well, we got, let's get a break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about Motley Crue. I just, if you want to see something that's entertaining, watch it The is. Dirt. It is. On Netflix. But it's not a true story. I got to tell you, between... It's based on... Watching watching that movie and knowing what I know about Led Zeppelin, those two bands must have been terrorists at whatever hotel they stayed well, at. Well, I mean, they're, they're the Led Zeppelin of their time. Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, Led, you know, Led <laughs> Zeppelin... TVs it, yes. out of windows yes, and all they that. are the Led Zeppelin of their yeah. time. Right, That's well, true. Take, take a break. We'll be back. We got more coming on the Dave Ellswick Show. Here we go. All right, back with you. We got Matt here. By the way, we were just talking. Uh, you're thinking about going to. I'll get back into talking about Mot- Motley Crue in a few minutes. But the, the key here that I want to talk about is a movie that opens this weekend, Dumbo. It's been a long time since I've gone to see a movie that is uh, probably since. Um, oh, what was the uh, Disney? The, the last big. Uh, live animated one that they did uh, the jungle book mm-hmm. that i just sat in the theater and went wow and and i didn't even do that for mary poppins the return which i really i mean matt i tell you he knows i'm crazy about mm-hmm. the, the original i really yeah. am and so to, and, and zach knows it too and i really liked the the new one i thought Emily blunt was really good in it but the the key is is that Dumbo is such a family movie and it's and it deals with adult themes so that kids can kind of deal with adult themes. It deals with death, with loss, with separation. You know, kind of dark subjects for a, for a kids movie, but it's really you got to go see the movie. It's really good. It's excellent. Not a lot of singing in it or anything like that. Tim Burton, not a, a musical kind of guy. I was a little bit uh, weirded out when I heard that he was going to direct it, to be honest with Very you. well he shot. He did it great. Colin Farrell's great. And he so. stayed with the movie. He yes. stayed with the, with the source material. I'm going to tell you, I'm more worried about next week when I go see uh, Pet Cemetery than, I, you know, than anything else and how they're not following Stephen King's book, but... Whoever has ever followed a Stephen King book, if they would, they'd have fantastic movies. But instead, we end up with Kubrick and and quarters of blood and things of that nature. You know, it's just you know, here's Johnny. Well, okay. (laughs) I just Dave watched Dumbo. It was good at the Cabot Eight VIP. I did. It was very good. Check us out at www. It's a family movie. You got a family? Go see this movie. CabotVIPCinema.com. That's CabotVIPCinema.com. Luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. We have private club status. Be sure to pick up your free private club membership right there at the Cabot VIP Cinema. Luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating in all auditoriums. Every seat. Best, most comfortable seats in Arkansas. This week we are playing Dumbo. Also showing Captain Marvel. Us, Five Feet Apart, Wonder Park, 
How to Train Your Dragon 3, A Medea Family Funeral, and Dumbo is in both 2D and 3D. Our new real D three D system. Now, I wish I known it was in three D. I would have watched that movie in a heartbeat in three D. There's some great scenes I know in three D are going to be awesome. Make sure you check it out. CabotVIPCinema.com. Click menu to see that full food menu there, and be sure to pick up your 2019 Theater Group Inc. free popcorn bucket. Get free popcorn on Wednesdays. 200 ounce refills for just four dollars Thursday through Tuesday. A limited number are still available. They are going fast, and when they are gone, they are gone. Make sure you grab them. May have enough to get us through the end of April. I don't know, but they're going quick. We got a new movie club with rewards options. Be sure you sign up for that. It's absolutely free. Uh, If you sign up for the uh, rewards club, you get a point for every dollar you spend. You can redeem those points for free items in the concession stand, free movie tickets, Uh, Coming soon, discounts on concessions with our program, and we'll have a discount night that we'll implement for our members. So check that out. Details are at CabotVIPCinema.com. Next week, we'll have Pet Cemetery. Uh, Also next week, Shazam. I'm worried about Pet Cemetery. Coming up in April, we'll have Hellboy on April the 12th. We will have Little on April the 12th. Those tickets are already on sale. April 19th. Uh, we've got Breakthrough, and also on April 19th, there's a new horror film out there called Curse um, of, oh, I can't remember the rest of the name now, but those tickets are already on sale, too. Cabot, VIP Center. Oh, that's the, uh, the one about the taken from Mexican Yes, lore. yes. And, uh, of course, April 20th. The Crying Woman. April 25th, we'll have Avengers Endgame, and those tickets go on sale Tuesday, April the 2nd. So Cabot, VIP Cinema.com. Be sure to check that out. Now, if you are down south in Hot Springs, uh, luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating in all auditoriums, full food menu, and, of course, we are serving beer and wine in Hot Springs, over 20 different beers, eight different wines, new, freshly remodeled, refurbished, expanded restrooms in Hot Springs, and we're under construction now for new screens in Hot Springs. The new screens will feature uh, Dolby Atmos sound. Luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserve seating and all of them and stadium seating. And, of course, we will have uh, Barco 4K projection. Those new screens are slated to open on Friday, May the 24th. We'll have an all-new parking lot as well. Uh, be sure to pick up your free popcorn tub there in Hot Springs. Uh, we serve beer and wine. We get a full food menu. Just click menu at hotspringsvip.com. Showing this week in Hot Springs, Dumbo exclusively. Only at the Hot Springs VIP Cinema in all of Garland County. Also showing Captain Marvel exclusively at Hot Springs VIP Cinema. And, of course, we also are the exclusive home of a Medea family funeral. That's HotSpringsVIPCinema.com. HotSpringsVIP.com on the website. Uh, We're still showing us. Us is still on the screen. Uh, Starting next Friday, we'll have Pet Cemetery. Uh, Also next Friday, Shazam. And, of course, on April 25th, we will have Avengers Endgame. Those tickets are on sale at Hot Springs VIP Cinema. Hot Springs VIP Cinema. Be sure to check it out. Serving beer and Did wine. you hear that at the end there, uh, Zach? Tickets for Avengers Endgame. On sale. And when? He's been right com- now? April 2nd. April, April 2nd. 2nd. Next Tuesday. He's been complaining to me for the last two weeks that he can't buy a ticket for Endgame yet. Three hours and two minutes long. What were they going, like at midnight? Three hours like, and two minutes? Three hours and two minutes long. Were they going to sell at midnight or wow. would it be at like eight o'clock in the morning? Uh, mine are probably going to sell Monday, <laughs> but you know, I 
didn't say that. <laughs> so, you know, like, so I'm just waiting to get the just tickets. saying that. I'm yeah. saying officially yeah. they'll be on sale April the 2nd. Mine might go on sale Monday just a day ahead of time. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you now. I'm staying up all night. So you know, no man, tickets. You get some reserved tickets. I'm my, the- my locations, you might be able to get them Monday. Hey. Maybe late Sunday night. I might jump the gun a little hey, bit. Hey, do that. I'll be the first one. Don't want to be caught. I just want to get caught. <laughs> yeah, don't get caught doing it, brother. <laughs> All right, moving on to the big city of Cersei. Now, if you're up north, it's CerseiCinema.com. CerseiCinema.com. Now, be sure to click on that website. Sign up for the email newsletter. Like our Facebook page and sign up for events. Download that free theater group mobile app for online one-touch ticket purchases. Click on menu to check out that full food menu. When I'm talking about a menu, all four of these locations have fresh, handcrafted pizza. We got a new pizza oven. It's made to order when you order it pizza. Four cheese mozzarella cheese sticks, chicken tenders, french fries, White Castle cheeseburger sliders, loaded fries, Bavarian pretzels, Nathan's hot dogs, Eisenberg hot dogs. We've got chocolate peanut butter pie, key lime pie, ice cream, all the popcorn you could possibly want to eat with that free popcorn on Wednesdays and that free popcorn tub. Stop by and grab your free butter and your free eight flavors of popcorn salt right there at the condiment stand. Get that. We've got coffee. We've got tea. We're serving beer and wine. Uh, Click on menu to check the whole thing out. Uh, In Cersei, we're playing Dumbo, Us, Captain Marvel, Five Feet Apart, a Medea family funeral, Wonder Park, and How to Train Your Dragon. Tickets on sale now for Pet Cemetery and Shazam, which is April 5th. Tickets on sale now for Little and Hellboy, which are April the 12th. Tickets on sale now for Breakthrough, which is April the 19th. Tickets go on sale Monday for my friend here at the radio station, but Tuesday, April the 2nd, for the rest of you guys, <laughs> for Avengers Zach. <laughs> Zach wanting to see Boy. I wasn't going to name him. I didn't want him to get called the indictment from Disney. I was going to name him. He is when so, they come down to get us for selling tickets. He is early, so fired gonna, up about that movie. And uh, in game, in game, CerseiCinema.com. Be sure to check that out. Now, we are installing luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating in Cersei. Uh Screen four. Reserve seating started today, and we've also got recliners in screens 5, 6, 7, and 8. And when you go to that website, CerseiCinema.com, uh, you'll see right there on the poster, it'll say VIP seating. Click on there to find out about your recliners. And uh, moving up here to the big city of Little Rock, where un- Zach goes undercover to movies, perhaps early Perhaps ahead of time. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Riverdale10.com. Be sure to check us out there. Now, we're showing Dumbo this week. And, of course, we are also showing Gloria Bell. Us is on the screen. Captain Marvel. The Wedding Dress. Five Feet Apart. A Medea Family Funeral. And uh, check out new this week. Now, we've got Unplanned. It just came out today. We had the special <laughs> premiere last night mm-hmm. from Pure Flix. Uh, radio stations were down there last night. Um, 93.3, The Fish. 101.1, The Answer. And then Faith Talk, 99.5. So that was kind of cool. We had everybody come out last night. Seemed to have a good time. Yeah, um, two theaters filled the people. It was nice. We totally had the red carpet out. deal. I think, I think everybody enjoyed themselves. So Unplanned is playing at Riverdale. And, of course, Gloria Bell with Julian Moore. It's a nice independent film we've got on there at Riverdale. We're playing Dumbo. And also new today is Hotel Mumbai. Uh, That's new at Riverdale. Go to Riverdale10.com. Just click there for your uh, features and showtimes. 
Luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. Every seat in the building is that way. We've got over 40 different beers, eight different wines, a full food menu, and the food is the same at all four locations. We recently added a chicken sandwich people have been asking for. We've added that now. Okay. And we've got uh, some uh, loaded fries. That was a big request. That's in there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, serving coffee. So be sure to check out the menu. Download the free mobile app. Sign up for the rewards program for discounts. Like us on Facebook. Sign up for the email newsletter. Uh, it's all right there, Riverdale10.com. Be sure to check all that out. Now, next week, <clears throat> of course, we'll have Pet Cemetery and Shazam at Riverdale. But now we've got some cool movies coming up at Riverdale that'll be Riverdale exclusives. <clears throat> got a great movie coming up next week called Best of Enemies. Uh, got a movie next week called The Mustang. Got a movie next week called The Aftermath. Uh, tickets for all of those are on sale now at Riverdale10.com. Uh, Mustang is rated R. A violent convict, convict gets the chance to participate in a rehabilitation therapy program centered on the training of wild Mustangs. I think that's a true story, if I'm not Connie mistaken. Connie Britton, Bruce Dern, Jason Mitchell, Golden Add-on, Josh Stewart. It's directed by Lloyd DeClement. Now, this is uh, produced uh, by um, <clears throat> Robert Redford. And this is just a tremendous moving motion picture. And you're right. It's based on a true story. Um, Got to check out the Mustang. That's next week at Riverdale 10. Now, of course, we are playing Best of Enemies next week, which is PG-13. The true story of the unlikely relationship between outspoken civil rights activist Ann Atwater and local Ku Klux Klan leader C.P. Ellis, who come together during the racially charged summer of 1971 to co-chair a community summit on the desegregation of schools in Durham, North Carolina. This is a true story now. Sam Rockwell is in this film. Wes Bentley. Okay. John Gallagher Jr. Well, your favorite Bruce black actress, actress is in this movie. <sighs> Man, don't give me start on that girl. Don't give me start on that girl. <laughs> she's a, start on she's that girl. fantastic. Everything she does, man. Don't get me started on her. Whoever her agent is, sending her the right scripts. I'm just telling don't, you. Don't even get me. Don't even get me. Don't get me started. In this movie, The Aftermath, that you're going to get have? me started on Miss Henson. Okay, no, so I'm check it out. Best of Hustle Best. and Flow. Ever since Hustle and Flow, I... Ever since her, I, that's it. She was in Hustle and Flow. She got on that mic to sing those tunes. I thought, yeah. man, mm, 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 right there. Plus, not only that, she stuck with the guy. I, I, I can't even. I, anyway, Miss Henson's in this <laughs> film. It, tickets are on sale now. Best of Enemies, Riverdale10.com. And it's a true story. It's great. Mustang's a true story. It's great. Uh, Got to check those out. Those are exclusive at Riverdale. And and Dave mentioned the aftermath, which starts next week. Because I like Kira Knightley. You really do. You're a big fan of hers. That's true. But, you know, the film's also got Alexander Skarsgård, Jason Clark, uh, Martin Thompson's in the film, Kate Phillips, uh, directed by James Kent. Kira Knightley plays a woman who, in 1946, goes to the ruins of Hamburg, only to discover that she and her husband, a British colonel, charged with rebuilding the shattered city will be sharing a mansion with the previous owners a german widower who's alexander skarsgård and his troubled he's become a great actor he's good he's good the aftermath riverdale10.com and as an aside that is the last film being released by fox before the disney takeover that's the last one is it the aftermath yes it is is fox going to be known as fox or is it going to be known as you know disney k well what's what's happened the the fox 
tele the Fox Television um, uh, channels, Fox News, and and the Fox Business Channel. Yeah, that's um, not part of it. Is that it? is not part of the deal. That stayed with Rupert Murdoch's family, right? And then the Fox Sports Networks are also not part of the deal. So the news and the sports didn't go with this. Good, what went because Disney's already screwed up ESPN. What went with this is the movie studios, and then I would say the entertainment aspects of television, okay. not news and not sports. Now, from what I've been led to believe, and and you know the axe hasn't fallen yet. I'm hoping some of the people that I like that worked uh, for 20th Century Fox movie, movie studio and handled Fox distribution films. I hope they stick around. Um, but I know there will be some Fox movies still released under the Fox banner because Disney doesn't release already films. That's so, true. Deadpool, you know, I sure. mean, that's going to be the reason it's a Fox film. So I think there'll be some films still released, you know, released under the Fox banner. What I'm excited about and, you know, what nobody's even thought about. And when we talk about these little Mickey Mouse clowns like Amazon and apple tv and these idiots at netflix who think they're entertainment studio what's going to be cool is when we take that marvel comics universe and we pull all these people like the avengers and we bring the x-men into that fold because well that's marvel i mean come on it's all marvel right but but you gotta have it but fox has owned i know and they've screwed it up now the x-men will be able to come into that entire universe there with the avengers and so we think that we've seen these awesome superhero Marvel comics movies, and we have. I'm not. I'm not saying that they're not awesome. I mean, what, what, what's not to love about Captain Marvel? Come on, man. Come on. I, you saw the film. I enjoyed it. Did you think it was better than Wonder Woman? No. Do you think it was as good? Yes. Okay. It was as good. It wasn't better. Okay. You know, I. Do you I, like Aquaman? I, I, I yeah. thought DC got Aquaman right. Yes, they did. They got they got Wonder Woman right, and Wonder Woman I two is coming out here I in a agree. few months. I agree. I'm I'm real happy with how DC and Warner Brothers handled both Wonder Woman and Aquaman. That being said, now we can pull X Men into that whole Avengers deal and wrap okay. all that together. Okay, and we're going to talk. How about awesome it. is that going to be? Got to get a break. Here. It's going to be awesome, and we'll talk about that because Wolverine can go be part of the Avengers now. So we'll be back talking in just a few moments here on Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about PI Roofing Home Solutions. They'll now clean your gutters. They will fix your roof, and uh, they got their home repair thing going on. I mean, if you got some problems after you've had a leak in your roof, they can fix them all. I mean, uh, leaks in roofs and what it does to the roof of your, you know, bedroom or living room and the discolorations and and uh, all the nastiness that happens because of that. Or if it gets down in the walls and you don't want to, you know, you get the problem mold and all that. All that can be taken care of now by PI Roofing Home Solutions. Just go to the website, check it all out, have them come out, take care of your house. PIRoofing.com. All right, back with you. We were just talking about uh, Disney procuring uh, the X-Men uh, from, uh, you know, you know, for Disney getting them from Fox. How awesome is that going to be? Wow. It's going to be great. <clears throat> no, it's going to be so good. It, but what's really cool about it is when the Avengers start this new uh, phase, phase right, mm-hmm. right. after Captain Marvel, now mm-hmm. it's time for Wolverine to join up with them. Now that's see that's um, I've been waiting for Wolverine to show up and Spider Man to make a, should be playing a much bigger part mm-hmm. with uh, the Avengers as well. 
Well, Spider-Man is Sony product. Yeah, well, but they've let him be part of, they they worked out a deal. Right, yeah. So that he yeah. was in the last Avengers movie. Yeah. So I think that we'll see more of him in, that, that only helps Sony as far as I'm, I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get uh, Spider-Man out there. I'm yeah. kind of interested to see how the new Spider-Man movie will be this year. I wonder if they ever right. would do um, Fantastic Four. Well, I'm hoping they'll relaunch that and do and they'll do it right because Fox just totally blew the, fight, yeah. the yeah, Fantastic that, that Four. Was, that that was kind of. Um, I mean that that was that was sad. That was really, it four times they tried? Well, yeah, I believe three or four times. Of, yeah, they just yeah. I, I don't even that 2015 movie worst movie I've ever seen in it my was life. Horrible. And here's it was the key: it it's, horrible, it's one of my favorite Marvel comic book characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the yeah, Fantastic yeah, Four yeah, and Doctor yeah. Doom and all of that. Oh, Come it's on, just man. so much fun. I I took my kids to see the. Uh, no, we went to. Um, speaking of those characters, we went to Universal Studios over spring break. Universal Studios are. I saw that picture of you. Yeah, and I love <laughs> I love Universal. You know, yeah, and, and, I like that. And, I like it better than Disney. As power, yeah, as powerful as 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 Disney is with their films, their their parks are just so popular and they're just so overrun. They're hard to do. Uh, but Universal had this really cool uh, superheroes dinner where your kids could go to dinner with the superheroes. And they assigned a photographer to each superhero. Oh, that's very cool. And they cool. took all the pictures for you. Uh-huh. And so you didn't have to take your photos uh, while your kids are trying to interact with the characters and also eat dinner and stuff like that. But we just had such a good time at not only Universal Studios, but also uh, Adventure Island there in Orlando um, with that. And, and uh, you know, my daughter, who's six years old, gets such a blast out of that. And she... Um, Boy, she's at the right age. Yes, yes, and they have they have a deal there where, um, you know, every oh on the hour or something, the superheroes drive in in their cars, <laughs> and they have they had Rogue, uh, they had uh, uh, Cyclops, they had um, uh, Spider Man, uh-huh. Captain America, uh, Wolverine. They drive down the street in their cars, and then they all gather up in a huddle. And decide their plan to capture Doctor Doom and the Green Goblin. Right? This is at the be you know every hour right, and hour they do your, this. Keep your okay. thoughts. When we come back, we'll hear more about that because Matt Smith is here from uh, Riverdale Ten. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Back after the news. Back on with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey man, so, uh, let's see what i got here I'm just, what do you got man what do you got i'm sending i'm sending a, a message out the oh. lieutenant governor oh okay is going to call in at four o'clock oh and nice talk a little bit about school choice oh, so i thought he was calling in talking about wolverine that, okay. Okay. yeah no i want <laughs> i want to talk about wolverine paul's here because we're going to get to him here in a few minutes yeah and talk to him about what went down at the capitol earlier uh, in the afternoon hey let me ask you, man, what's going on with the, the bill um, to have the entertainment districts where you can carry drinks outside? How's that bill going? You know, I think I saw that. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, now I'm on. You know, I think I kind of saw that. It's It wasn't a bill that I was terribly interested in. Okay, gotcha, and gotcha. So, um, I, you remember who the sponsor was? Was it? I, I don't. I, was I've it just, Spencer Hawks, maybe? Could have been. I've just been taught. I sent Dave an email on it. It might be yeah. in Dave's email box to say who the sponsor is. It's that email I sent you from the Arkansas Hospitality Association. But right. um, uh, I, I, if you can look that up on your email, I, Dave, I'm it looking. might it if might can, tell you who the guy is. If I can but, figure out what the number is, I can I can see where it is in the system. Yeah. Anyway, what they're what they're doing on that is basically it's going to allow a city to designate an entertainment district, and if you if you designate that as an entertainment district, 
then you could carry an open container yeah, of alcohol outside. Where right? basically right now, if you if you're just walking on the sidewalk, do can't do it. Carrying a beer or something of that nature, you can get arrested for. Yes, it, just, that's open container can't do it. That's kind of stupid. It is weird. But now, if you go to like I don't know, like Charleston, South Carolina, or you're at, you're you're down in New Orleans on Bourbon Street, or even Bill Street in Memphis, you know what they do is a certain time of the day on holidays or special events or 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 weekends, they just shut the street down and the street becomes pedestrian only. Mm-hmm. And then you can legally walk outside one bar or restaurant with a beverage. And go into another one. And I think that helps those entertainment districts. That helps Bourbon Street. That helps Bill Street. So you can go over to Bill Street in Memphis now, and you can buy an armband, go into the first restaurant or bar, buy a drink, listen to the band there, and then just go from restaurant and bar all night long without having to throw away your drink. Yeah. Right. And I think that increases traffic. And I think that helps all the live bands, helps all the restaurants, helps all the bars. I think that would really help the River Market District if you could do that. You know, like you're down there in the River Market and you decide to leave Sticky Fingers with a Bud Light because you don't want to hear that band. And you walk down the street and you walk into the Rev Room or you walk into Willie D's or you walk into Cash. And you can do that without having to throw that drink away. And then the restaurants and bars down there could share in the cover prices and do that armband like they do at Bill Street or at Bourbon Street. So I'd like to see that pass. That was one bill that I was interested in. Uh, and then the other bill that interests me would be allowing um, uh, dry counties to uh, have microbreweries. Yeah, I did see that one as well, I think. Yeah, and, and you know, I think that would be great, too. You know, like right now, if you're in a dry county, you can't locate a microbrewery there. And to me, when you're talking about a place like Cabot, you know, Dave's hometown there in Lonel County, which is – sadly dry kind of dumb but or white county where cersei's located also a dry county also so i think it's the the i think it's to establish a hard cider manufacturing permit to amend the existing alcoholic beverage permits authorize the sale of hard cider and other amend other portions of the law resulting from initiated act one that might be what you're talking about well it's a it's a it's a law to allow microbreweries in dry counties so you would apply for a permit like you would apply for say a private club permit in a dry county now but you got to have a microbrewery and you could you could i think you could brew up to 4000 gallons of beer a year in your microbrewery but it would allow you to set up a microbrewery in a dry county and so you'd have pizza to go along with that local craft beer thing right i would love to see those two things pass i think there's jobs associated with that and certainly tax revenue I will find out Monday, and then we'll uh, get information to you. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I don't know who the sponsors are, but, yeah, one of them is just the entertainment district bill, and then the other one is to allow the microbreweries in dry counties. Because right now there's no permitting process that you can go through with alcohol beverage control to do a microbrewery in a dry county. You can, if you're a restaurant and you want to become a private club, then you can become a private club in a dry county, and then, of course, you know, you can – purchase alcoholic beverages and 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 then you know sell them or whatever but you can't you can't you can't make beer right you can't have your own microbrewery so you can't do what diamond bear brewery is doing say in north little rock or whatever can't do that in a dry county and i think craft beer is such a thing now i think that would be good for the economy be good for jobs and i think there are people in dry counties that obviously want to do that i wish somebody would do that and be able to do that but at these um, microbrewery do like uh-huh. diamond bear does mm-hmm. and make their own root beer oh yeah yeah that root that beer good. is like the awesome stuff i it's said so good. that to my so good. Uh, son-in-law he went yeah. nuts over that so sm- yeah. you know when i say a soft drink that's creamy people go what 
Right. You haven't had root beer until you've had really cold, and it's got a creamy yes, yes. essence to it. It's good. But don't you think, I mean, you live in Cabot. Don't you think a, a craft microbrewery in Cabot with great cheeseburgers or great pizzas or both would just take I off? I think it would do fine. Yes. You know, here's the key. People like pizza and beer. But craft beer, yeah, really and, and lo- locally made craft beer is such a thing now. And you're yeah. right. I mean, like just, a bl- you know, a good blonde or something. Yeah, like yeah. And, and, and you look at like uh, you look at like U.S. Pizza and the amount of business they do. Such a locally operated business. Boy, you know? in Cabot, they do a huge. They business. do, man. They do, but they do at all their locations. Yeah. It's good pizza. They're local people. I mean, yeah. they're they're getting ready to put one out there. At uh, they're going to put a new one out there at Rolling Rolling Road, I think, um, in West Little Rock. They're going to build a new one there. So that's yeah. that's cool. Yeah, they're uh, ground on that didn't yeah kind of where the where the uh where oceans and authors used to be mm-hmm. right there across the street from that spot uh which is cool I'm, I'm i'm glad to see that going in there but i think that would be an economic driver i think um the river market and even the entertainment district in fort smith uh and certain sections of downtown hot springs would benefit from this open container law because you know it's a city by city basis it's going to have local control your local city council would have to deem an entertainment sure. district for it to happen so, you know, it wouldn't be everywhere. It wouldn't be open container everywhere. It'd just be certain unique areas. Dixon Street in Fayetteville, for example, that would be a prime spot to do it. So I would love to see that. And then, yeah, I would love to see the microbrewery thing. I just think that Don't we're, you know Hot Springs would love to see that? Absolutely, man. The town needs it. I, I just, you know, you and I have this discussion. we got a lottery now. We're getting casinos. I just think that the alcohol laws here are archaic and behind the times. And I think there's an economic development as well as a tax revenue issue associated with that that needs to be freed up a little bit and hey i don't drink right well, i know I just you see don't. the business I, aspect of i that. look at lono county and i just shake my head because <laughs> i live in cabin right? right yeah and i you can't i can't i don't have a place that i can go to and 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 buy an adult beverage unless i sign a, up for this club concept or whatever and i can drive um you know half a mile up mile and a half from my house and go to two of the biggest package stores probably in the state of arkansas ace is the biggest yeah is ace yeah mm-hmm. and then you yeah. got the hog one next yeah. to it yeah ace is the biggest by volume yeah. okay so no. they're sitting right they're right across the border mm-hmm. and everybody said well we, we're not going to let them bring people be bringing packaged liquor into our county and i'm like dude they're already doing it what are you blind have you yeah. ever not looked at that place on a Saturday night? Well, and you just think about the lost tax and revenue for the county and the city of Cabot. But then, you know, you look at all the all the restaurants that would be in Cabot if it was wet, you know, like Chili's and Buffalo Wild Wings and, you know, all these places. I mean, um, you know, I mean, there's a Chili's in Jacksonville. I mean, you know, Cabot, look, I, Cabot should have it. I, I showed up for your theater I know, about I know, that. I all know. right. And. I, I heard people stand and pontificate about I was an alcoholic, I got dry, you know, and I'm right. I'm away from it now, and my life is better. That's and cool. Yada, yada. Well, yeah. you know, that's cool, but you know what? Good for you, man. Here's the key. That alcohol is in your community whether you want it right, or not. Right, yeah, it, It's there now. It's I mean, a dry there. county's not keeping it out. I, you know, I agree with you. I mean, Chili's, there's a Chili's well, in Searcy, and they have applied for a private club permit. Well, the thing is, it may also be encouraging people to drive while they're intoxicated in between the, the counties. Oh, absolutely. Be, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And, 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 you know, I don't drink either, and, but the, at the end of the day, you know, if you're not intoxicated, 
in, in a manner that's a threat to someone else, I just think the government should leave you alone. Yeah. Right. And, right. I mean, and, yeah. and Paul, you know me well enough that you and I see completely eye to eye. I mean, that's well, just – that's uh, just the, the Chili's, Chili's in Searcy has applied for a private club permit. And there's another restaurant downtown that's applied in Searcy. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, of the restaurant downtown in Cersei, but that'll be the sixth and seventh locations in Cersei to become private clubs. Okay. They're approved, so there's there's a little progress there in Cersei now. Cabot's got about twenty private clubs. You know, there's a lot. I yeah, think about everybody about is 20. a private club. Yeah, Cabot's got it? about it's, it's kind of become a, a joke. Yeah, there's like they, they do the 60, same thing there in Conway. There's, yes, there's sixty four in Jonesboro. I don't know oh, how many's well. in Conway. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how many in Conway either. I mean, there's. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of a joke. I mean, every every restaurant that's not a club is a club. Yeah, because they want to serve alcohol. Yeah, like Red Lobster in Jonesboro. When you go in, they've got it split in half, and they ask you if you want to drink, and if you do, you go on the right hand side. If you don't, you go on the left hand side. The right hand side's a private club. Hmm. Well, and yeah. Conway's not even yeah. it's not even split up that much. I don't <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. never forget it's pretty Conway cool. when uh, Outback. Yeah, started club. Selling, oh, so busy, you know, so busy there. And, you know, alcohol and it it exploded. Yeah, yeah, it was struggling yeah. there for yeah. a while, and then when they could have. Well, a drink the, with their meal. The, the alcohol helps to subsidize the better food sometimes. I think. Yeah, it, well, oh, that, absolutely. It, it's it part of the difference. Oh, absolutely. Whether or not you can get some of the prime, get a good prime steak cuts in there and, and, like and lobster yeah. and whatever else. I, think yeah. I, I just, I mean, I really wish Lono County and White County would go wet. I really do. You you could go wet and, and, just, and just in the city limits allow drinks by the glass, and then you would not have liquor stores in your town. Yeah. yeah. You know, your county's wet, drinks by the glass within the city limits. Yeah, you know. I just got to tell everybody. And if you if you did that in Cabot, those liquor stores be in the same spot. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm just saying you're gonna, you're fighting a losing battle. I know that you don't think you are, but you are. It's just millions of tax dollars gone. And man. here and here in the very near future, you're going to have to fight not only liquor but marijuana. Oh, I think it's going to be. It's. I think it's going to be legal in 2020. Yeah, it, that'll go on the ballot. I, I really think they'll have recreational marijuana on the November ballot in 2020. I don't yep. know if it'll pass or not, but I think I, think, I think they'll get it on the ballot. I do. I do. I think they'll get it on the ballot. You think it'll pass if yep. they get it on the ballot? Yeah. Yep. I think it's yeah. going to pass. And you already got presidential candidates uh, from the other party talking about, you know, making marijuana legal oh, in the United States. Oh yeah. Probably. What is there? 15 20 people running for democrats now yeah i mean it's yeah. a lot it's of people, amazing there's, uh, there's seven or eight of them that have already said that that they won't legalize part, it that's going to be part of their platform oh really yep. really of course you know I, they're I, trying to turn out voters so yes. you're going to you want young voters to vote tell them to you get you vote for me i'll set you free so you can smoke some marijuana well i mean it's going really <laughs> far left though oh I mean, yeah on that, you know i mean not just the marijuana thing but all the deal about the green new deal and just I mean, there's like some really kooky stuff how floating about, around out there. How about people. bizarre? How bizarre. You got something you got, I ain't even heard yet? Yeah, well, the, the, the Green New Deal, they voted right. on it in the Senate. Okay, the, all the Republicans voted against it, 57 right. to zip. All the Democrats, even the ones that were co-sponsors, mm. voted present, which is like voting no. Wow. So it was a resolution. Crazy. But, but still, it's, it's yeah, they don't want to get, they don't get tainted with do that you, craziness, man. Do you support it or not? Well, yeah. They, they yeah. don't want to be – they do – they don't mind being tainted by it, but they don't want to be on record as supporting it. Right, right. It, and and rightly so. You're going to build bridges across the ocean for bullet trains. Okay. 
Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Doing away with airplanes and stuff. So what kind of acid are you No more cows. Yeah, no more cows. Grow cheese. That's where I got to draw the line, man. You say I can't have a cheeseburger. I mean, we can't be friends no more. I mean, we just can't be friends, man. All right. I got to get a break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what uh, Disney and Fox uh, coming together means. And I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the dirt as well. Uh, And uh, this new movie that's. Being dropped today with uh, who is it, Woody Harrelson and uh, Highway Men. Highway Men. That looks like it's going to be pretty good, and in a Netflix kind of way. Okay, I'm I'm going to start saying it that way. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. That way, way I, put it. that way I don't I don't tee off. Yeah, if you want to watch on a 20 screen, over here. yeah, you know, watch something on your phone. There right. it is. By the way, you're talking about how big your yeah, screen is. Yeah. Mine is about the size of that window between right, my right, and it, right. Because I don't have a big enough room. Right, you got to sit back from it so far. Absolutely, and I, I couldn't sit back far enough from. Oh yours. no, there's some. I'd mo- have to sit in the, yeah the guest room. There's <laughs> some monster eighty inch yes. flat screens out there that 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 are really tremendous. But again, it's not thirty four feet by sixteen feet. No, you know, you're, it's you're, not you Dolby to, Atmos. Oh, I'm gonna tell you, I love going to the movies. You, you know, know, and it's not just the movie screen, folks. It's the whole corporate feel. It's being there with a bunch of other people. And Freddie Mercury's mustache is eighteen inches, eighty inches across, <laughs> eighty inches across on the big screen, man. That's great. You All know. right, hey, don't forget about Sun, uh, Sunny's Auto Salvage, number one choice for recycled auto parts. I've got a motor from Sunny's in my car. I've got a transmission. Got rear tail light. Uh, it's got warranties on it, guarantees on it. Got three year warranties. Anything happens, they're going to fix it absolutely free. Think about that before you go off and you go, well, my car fell apart. Now I got to go buy a brand new car and you go get a seven year loan that you're going to pay $350 to $650 on for the most part. Uh, and you're going to hate every moment on it. Call RD up, ask him to help you out. 982 7451. That's Sonny's Auto Salvage, your number one choice for recycled auto parts. All right, back with you. All right, what's playing this weekend, Matt? Let's tell everybody to go okay. out to the movies tonight. Okay, cool. Hit us up at Riverdale, Riverdale10.com. Of course, we're playing Dumbo. Uh, we also started- Take your kids. Take your family. It's a great movie. It's a great family movie. We also started Hotel Mumbai today. Gloria Bell and unplanned all four of those came in to riverdale 10 today riverdale10.com uh still playing us captain marvel the wedding guest five feet apart and a medea family funeral uh over 40 different beers eight different wines full food menu riverdale10.com for details uh if you are in dave's hometown of cabot that's cabot vip cinema.com and we're showing dumbo Captain Marvel, Us, Five Feet Apart, Wonder Park, A Medea Family Funeral, How to Train Your Dragon 3, and of course we got Dumbo in 3D. CabotVIPCinema.com. We are a private club there in Cabot. Got a full food menu. And of course all of my theaters, all four locations, feature luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserve seating. In Searcy, get us at CerseCinema.com. Check out Dumbo. Us, Captain Marvel, Wonder Park, How to Train Your Dragon 3, Five Feet Apart, and a Medea Family Funeral, CerseCinema.com. 
And if you're down south in the big city of Hot Springs, you can catch us at hotspringsvip.com. Those new auditoriums there open on May the 24th. They'll have Dolby Atmos Sound and Barco 4K Digital Projection. Playing right now in Hot Springs exclusively for all of Garland County, Dumbo, Captain Marvel, and a Medea family funeral. HotspringsVIP.com. And, of course, we're still playing us. Next week, all locations will have Pet Cemetery and Shazam. Those tickets are on sale now. On the 12th, we'll have Hellboy and Little. And on the 19th, we'll have Breakthrough. Tickets for those movies on sale now at all locations. Do you think the new Hellboy movie is going to be as popular as uh, the Perlman movies were? I don't know. I haven't gotten a grip on that one yet. Uh, I I haven't. I, it's hard to tell. I, I like the fact that they're getting out there in mid-April and they're getting in front of Avengers and the summer movies. That's a big help for them. I don't know. They're kind of in between Shazam and Avengers Endgame. I think that hurts. Uh, I don't really know why they went with that date. That puzzles me. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm The first two help. Hellboy movies, uh-huh. we're okay. All right, mm-hmm. Pearlman mm-hmm. was good. I don't know if I'm re- if I want to go see a third one, and it's going to be a reboot, right? You know, I'm I'm getting tired of reboots, right? I know right. that story. All right? right, I don't need to see it again. True, true, true. Um, it's been one of the problems with Spider Man. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking about a couple of different properties there, and this Hellboy is a Lionsgate release, and so yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm kind of with you on that. Um, to me. You know, the people that are generally knocking them out of the park, Disney, Warner Brothers, Universal, you know, uh, and, and before Disney picked them up, Fox. But, I mean, those four are your, your top home run studios, uh, you know, Aquaman, Warner Brothers, you know, right. uh, uh, Wonder Woman, Warner Brothers, Avengers, Disney. Uh, it, it, Disney, Warner Brothers, and Universal, those are your distributors. They're hitting home runs, making the best movies. Matt Smith, thank you very much. I'll see you next Friday here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Let's go to the news. When you're getting ready to go on the Medicare, you get Medicare B from the government, free, basically. No, take that back. A, you get free. B, you pay. All right, by $135 a month. Then I've got D, which takes care of my prescriptions. And then I got F, which takes care of everything that Medicare doesn't take care of. And uh, Pat takes care of health insurance as well. Uh, now, he's not governmental health care. He is going to talk to you about what health care really is now. Uh, the politicians have done a really good job in screwing this, <laughs> this completely up. Uh, Obama should be ashamed of himself, but uh, they did what they did. And now you got to kind of you got to weed your way through all of this crap. And uh, I'm glad Pat can come in and help us. So Pat, let's start off. Health insurance is not health care. You can have the best insurance policy in the world, but if you can't pay the deductible, you're not going to have any really good health care. To be honest, yeah, I had right. I ended up de- uh, declaring bankruptcy uh, three years ago. Had open heart surgery. Had a had a five-way bypass, and uh, when it was all said and done, I still owed eighty grand. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for me to come through with eighty grand, I'd have to get in a new field. That's for sure. Ain't going to happen with news talk. <laughs> so you, you tell me about what what you're doing and, and and how you're trying to help people out. Sure. Um, 
So basically, one of the things I want to talk about today is what's wrong with healthcare in the United States. A lot. And, yeah. And <laughs> how I believe we can solve it. Um, share some recent example experience of my own with healthcare. Okay. And uh, look at some alternatives to traditional healthcare thought. And I'll give you some examples as we go. Um, but I'm very excited to be here. There's a lot of misinformation out there about um, health care, health okay. insurance. And if you have any kind of contract, the key starting out is you have to define the terms, right, with a That's contract. Correct. Well, the liberals have hijacked the terms constantly. And so, again, the major point, health care is not health insurance. Health insurance is not health care. What is health care? Health care is going and having an MRI, an X-ray, you know, a hospital stay, whatever that might look like. A finger wave. Yeah, whatever that might be, right? <laughs> Liberals are all about price control, and it only works through government intervention. Yep. And their mechanism is one, and that's Medicare for all. Nancy Pelosi just said the GOP will never stop trying to destroy the affordable health care of Americans' families. That really is offensive to me because it's not like it, – for them it is. If you don't have Obamacare, you have nothing. And I don't agree with that. And I think it's sad. And that's it's a lie that keeps getting perpetrated to our country. No, that's, a, that's a good point, I think, because a lot of times when you say, well, you're either going to have this welfare program or you can have nothing. That's a false set of choices. It's a false narrative. We, we could actually try for – why don't we try some free markets? Yeah. Why don't we try some actual – You know, like you said, insurance is not health care. Healthcare is healthcare. Yeah, yeah. And and and, and if, if it's it, just because you don't want a government program doesn't mean you don't want the service at all. You're right. right. Yeah. So it was so interesting. Just this morning, on outnumbered on Fox, I was watching, and Katie Pavlich. This is what she said. Remember the fact that we've just talked about insurance and you know not being uh, healthcare and healthcare not being insurance. This mm-hmm. is her quote. The fact is that Nancy Pelosi is talking about protecting affordable health care, and there's a big difference between insurance and health care. She went on to say the fact is that under Obamacare, there's been very little health care, has been a lot of expensive insurance, whether it's through monthly premiums, deductibles, lack of doctors, doctors retiring in mass, having shortages all over the country in rural hospitals, which is a decrease in care for the majority of people. And then... Last night, loved it, our president was wonderful when he said, we got rid of the individual mandate where you were forced to pay a lot of money for the privilege of not having to buy bad health care. <laughs> not too good, he said. So we're going to get rid of Obamacare. The Republican Party will become the party of great health care. It's good. It's important. And then Mitch McConnell said, I look forward to seeing what the president is proposing, and we can work out with the speaker. I am focusing on stopping the Democrats' Medicare for none scheme. And I love that. And to me, that's just absolutely right on. So unlike the liberals, I believe that the failure has not been in the free market, but the fact that there has not been free market health care. And so here's a good for example. For a long time. Yeah, for a long time. And so here's a good example. I can go out and buy a big ticket item like a Corvette, or I could go and buy a can of Rotel for my cheese dip for the next Hogs game, right? Either way, I'm going to have a price tag I'm going to look at. 
Well, here's a novel idea. Why can't we have that with health care? Well, we could if they would let, let us. Absolutely. Prices are incredibly important. Yeah. So you've got more and more doctors and clinics, other providers that are rising up, like Keith Smith at the Surgery Center of Oklahoma. Incredible place. Actually, in network with the insurance that I do. Um, he was on with John Stossel, been on Fox Business News, Fox. But one of my favorites, he was on with CNBC, and he was asked, what would you tell the person who's the head of Obamacare? What's the best advice you could give them? This is back in 2014. You know what he said? Resign. And he feels that way very strongly because what he's done is he and a number of his friends have bought their own surgery center. Mm -hmm. There's no middleman. There's no insurance company that steps in and says, this is what you've got to do. And so with us and what I do and with a lot of more Americans now, it's all about what we call price transparency, fair and, and true pricing. So it's not about, and I love this quote from Keith, he said, it's not about why our health care is so cheap, but why is everybody else is so expensive? I think that's a really good point. So another example, $100,000 for a pacemaker, okay, to be put in, $9,000 at the surgery center. Wow. It, yeah, really. Um, I saw a surgery that was done for $338. The same surgery was detailed in the hospital around the corner, $19,500. Wow. One injection, a steroid injection, cost $375. They showed the cost of it to the hospital, $0.75. Cents. It's crazy. Okay, so what I'm hearing is I'm hearing from you what I've heard from doctors that I bring on, like Amy Beard and others here locally, that... Uh, don't handle traditional insurance. So I'm thinking that your health insurance is not your traditional health insurance. Exactly. All right. So let's take a break. And when we come back, I want you to tell me what makes yours so much different okay. and why it's so much better. Learn a little known strategy that could help you save tens of thousands of dollars in taxes with a free tax reduction analysis at uh, from David Lucas, David Lucas Financial, host of the David Lucas Show on 1011, the answer that uh, free analysis reveals the little known strategies and loopholes that could help you save thousands of dollars in taxes with your IRA, 401k, Social Security benefits, and more. To get that free analysis, be one of the first uh, 10 callers right now, 501 653 6690. It's your opportunity to save tens of thousands. And I know there's people saying tens of thousands. Come on, Dave. Hey, listen. I am getting my Social Security right now, okay? It's a little over $2,000 a month that I get. 2000 times uh, 12 is, you know, with the, the added cents on, I made about $25,000 a year is what I'm seeing. Now multiply that by 10 or, or 12 because I'm 66. I hope to live to be maybe 80, 85. So now you're talking well over a quarter of a million dollars. So to say that you could save tens of thousands of dollars is no small, easy, not, it's not a hard thing to reach. Calls 501-653-6690 and get set up with David Lucas. All right, Pat, what's the name of your company? Health Insurance Savers Group.com. 
Okay. You can just go to myplan777.com and it'll take you there. All right. That's all you got to do. Keep that in mind. We'll mention it a couple more times before the top of the hour. Pat's coming on for a half hour today. I'm going to have him back on maybe as soon as next, next Friday if he's open for a full hour. Uh, starting at four o'clock, go to five o'clock, and and sit and talk about this because I'm I'm all about. There's got to be changes. I mean, look, the Medicaid that we got here in the state right now, the insurance companies making forty million dollars a year and sometimes more. Yeah, it's just got to stop because we're paying for that. All right, it's coming out of our pockets. So there was a new piece of legislation or some new uh, decisions made by the omnipotent uh, government up in Washington, D.C., who thinks they're God. So tell us, what uh, what's going on? Yeah, there is a thing called the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and it's called CMS, and CMS Rule 1694F requires hospitals to post standard charges online in a machine-readable format. That's incredible. But what's also incredible is even with the new law, in most cases, people's health insurance, health care combination doesn't change. Because think of it this way. Some of the biggest buildings all over the United States and the biggest cities are insurance companies. And what's incredible is a lot of them own the hospitals. So it's like the fox watching the hen house, right? And so price transparency becomes meaningless. Even if I can see how much something costs, if my insurance doesn't adapt to that, it doesn't do me any good. And this is what she said. This is Seema Verma, who is the administrator of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. She said several things, but one thing she said, it helps to take a step back and run it through this lens of common sense. Isn't that true? Huh. And then she said, we need to meet patients where they are and integrate cost information into their healthcare decision making, making it easy for p- patients to analyze cost differences across all care options and we need to stop uh or we need to allow people to shop growing ever more compelling like high deductible plans whatever become more and more normal sure. and like you said your situation that's one of the things i wanted to point out i didn't even know about your situation dave but a lot of people file bankruptcy because of health cost i was because told of by the cost. attorney that handled me mr uh, uh hiblock he he told me that the most people that he sees yep. uh, in my age bracket that have to declare bankruptcy is because of medical costs. I was told it was the number one reason is it? for bankruptcy. It's mm. incredible. And people have insurance. That's the sad part about it. Okay? Yeah, so I, why do I have it? So I believe what we do is we're agents of change. We are trying to bring a much-needed disruption into the status quo of healthcare. And if you would, we're trying to bring an earthquake. Because that's what it's going to take. Um, the answer is not more government, as far as I see it, thank but God. none. What's that? <laughs> I should thank God, get them out of it. Yeah, but none. I don't, I don't see any. And so what we want to do is we want to infuse price honesty and price transparency into the healthcare world. And so this is kind of our tagline. We offer affordable alternatives to the Unaffordable Care Act. Cool. Because that's what it is. It is unaffordable. And so with our company, Philadelphia American New Era Plans, that's the main company I represent, understand I am an independent insurance agent. I can sell for any company I want. I can represent for anybody. I choose this, and my wife and I have the insurance. 
Um, you know, so the bottom line is we look at ourselves as revolutionaries. We're not going to do the same old, same old. And that's the whole thing. I think it was Einstein that said it. You keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. That's, that's the definition of insanity. Exactly is. And that's what happens in the healthcare industry. So here's my question. Do we want healthcare costs to change? And I have people all the time tell me, yes, but then they fold right back into the old healthcare the system thing. because all I had to pay was five thousand dollars and my a little extra coinsurance. I was only out eight grand on a seventy thousand dollar surgery, but my neighbor only had to pay five thousand dollars for the same one. So let me illustrate it. Take it right close to home. Last month I had a blood clot, and I went to um, St. Vincent's and I just championed what they do because they're part of what. I like to say is the change or the revolution in this whole thing. So I get a $5,000 bill. I had I went to outpatient for an ultrasound. I had a CT scan. I had blood work and lab work done and whatever. I get a $5,000 bill. My company hasn't paid a dime yet for the bill, and I've already only owe $700. My deductible is $5,000. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, huh? So what's going to end up happening is I'm going to actually get paid money for the emergency room. I'm going to get paid for the CT scan. I'm going to get paid for the ultrasound. I'm going to get paid for the lab and the blood and the doctor. I'm actually going to get a check for 500 to 1000 or $1,500 from my company when the dust clears. That, to me, is the way it should be. But you'd be surprised. I talk to people all the time, and I've got people listening to me that are probably wondering, am I going to go with Pat or not? I've been talking to him for a while. And the reality is this. People have been brainwashed for so long that the only way to get insurance taken care of is through the big box insurance companies. If it's not that big name through the employee, whatever. We at Philadelphia American, our plans, we call them boutique it's a boutique mm-hmm. health company. There's over 1,500 boutique health companies and in, in or, or insurance companies in the United States. You've probably heard of none of them, but they have some of the best rates. They have good reputations. They get good ratings. So what we do is we offer alternatives that basically many times it's not uncommon, guys, for me to save people 30 or 50% or more on their insurance. I don't like that people have to pay a mortgage payment every single month when they go to pay their health so, insurance so, or more. So can you actually cater to what people want to have insurance for? I can. And one of the most important things is, unlike a lot of companies out there that try to do similar to what we do, if I've got somebody who's got really bad health, but i got another person who's healthy, I can put them on a plan together. I don't have to decline them. That's mm-hmm. big deal. So if i got a, somebody in a home that has cancer, and I've got somebody who has perfect health. I can put the two of them on a plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, But the beauty of having a, a, an, an organization like St. Vincent that is doing such a great deep discount, I think it might be one of the biggest in the country from what I've heard so far with our people that I work with. That's huge. And so what I like to do is I have a different approach, too. If you've ever been on a car lot, and somebody comes up to you, and they're like, my brother, I'll never forget, a lady comes up, I'm going to sell you a car. And we're walking away, and my wife and I, and my brother says, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> and that's because we feel that way. And so what I do is I get people information. I give them videos. I give them materials. I don't breathe down their neck. In fact, I write insurance for many states, and I don't meet with people even in person. 
I do all this over the phone. I give people a chance to be able to breathe and let them make a decision that's best for them. All right, so you have a phone number my listeners I can do. call? I do, 501-605-6935, or like I said, myplan777.com will take you to my website. I just posted a video this morning that describes in two and a half minutes what we're talking about right here. Okay. All right. So, again, that's 605-6935 if you're in the 501 area code uh, location. 605-6935. And then let me get this. See, make sure I got this right. Myplan777.com. Yeah. And can I add one last thing? Yeah. There's a doctor in Texas. Her name is Dr. Madrigal. I read about her today. I just love this. She has a passion for helping people. She helps missionaries for free. She does a lot of, she goes to homes. She does a lot of this stuff, right? Well, I love what she said. She said, I like helping people with Medicare, but as a Medicare doctor, I cannot give someone care for free. She said, that makes me a felon. She goes, I don't want to be a felon. I just want to be a good doctor. And that just riveted me. I just like, wow, that is what we want to do. We want to see these fake 50, 60, 70, $100,000 bills that scare people and to be able to so. see the reality. Rightly so. It's just, it should scare you. It's crazy. You know, you don't know if you're the person that's going to have to have open heart surgery because when it happens, it happens. And when you're in, you know, I had to wait for four days before they even did the surgery. That's a lot of money just right there. Yep. Just sitting yeah. in a hospital. Yeah. in the hospital. And one thing that we do with our plans, too, it, you mentioned a very important part. Um, we wrap our plans with a crisis recovery. So let's say someone did have a heart attack, cancer, stroke, things like that. Uh, they can get a check from the company anywhere from ten to fifty thousand dollars, depending on the plan that they pick. We have an accident plan that I think is just second to none, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, everywhere in the world that that you know kicks in. But you never know when you're going to need something like that. I just heard a story of a thirty one year old man that had a stroke. I mean, how often do you hear of anything like that? Not very. Yeah, and most insurance, he's in trouble. He's not going to be able to work. And one other thing, I know a lot of people in this area use Christian share plans. Yes. And I actually, we have a share plan that we use with this, and we recommend, you know, bundling, if you would, the two together. Um, the thing I, that I love about share plans is sometimes they'll cover stuff that maybe insurance won't, and it's a good Christian thing. The problem with share plans is that you can have issues if there was like a mass scale pandemic or whatever, because there's nothing to insure or guarantee the share plan. So I'm not putting it down. The guy I work with mainly, he's been the national spokesperson for one of the main Christian share plans. Uh, not spokesperson, but spoke at their you know convention, uh-huh. I think on two different occasions. So they work together very, very well. So it doesn't have to be like you were talking about, a mutually exclusive thing. You either have health care or you have nothing. Or you have Obamacare, you have nothing. It's just not true. And that's why we do what we do. Okay, I need you to check your calendar for next Friday. Let me know if you can come back on the show i'm in all right four o'clock next friday you'll be back here okay here's the phone number to call talk to pat davis 501-605-6935 not saying you gotta buy what he's what he's selling but i'm saying to do you good check it all out 
501-605-6935. MyPlan777.com. All right, Lieutenant Governor, join us in just a moment by phone. Then we've got uh, some other guests coming in, and I've got uh, Paul here, too. we got to find out what went on at the uh, Capitol. That's all coming your way on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Joining us online is the Lieutenant Governor of the state of Arkansas, Tim Griffin. Hey, Lieutenant Governor, how are you today? I'm I'm doing great. It's Friday. You were up in D.C., buddy. It's Friday. Yeah, but you were up in D.C. and you didn't bring Matt back any diseases or anything, did you? No, no. <laughs> I was up there um, uh, cleaning up the swamp a little bit, but it looked pretty <laughs> like it was. Just don't bring had, me back. I mean, they had all the proper proper shots, I guess. <laughs> no, so. I, I want to talk to you about school choice, but I, I got to ask you about Arkansas Works. Uh, your ideas about that? I mean, what now? Well, if the past, I haven't, you know, I haven't test, discussed uh, you know, what they plan to do in terms of uh, the governor and the, uh, the House and the Senate in terms of the people that um, you know, they're scheduling votes. But uh, but I did watch. I was at a uh, I was at an event earlier today, and I saw that the House what got I think it got about fifty two votes, mm-hmm. something like that. If the past is any indication, what they have done in the past is they just keep <laughs> they keep voting. I can't remember how many times uh, they did that last time. And they just kept holding the vote and holding the vote and holding the vote until it passed. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just meeting with the uh, chancellor of UAMS uh, this afternoon on um, just on some general matters. And, you know, I, I think it's fair to say that we can't go on, you know, for, for years and years with this sort of uh, uh, unpredictability and instability of uh you know so uh, something at some point has got to be made sustainable and i think the concern look i'm a big advocate for the uh, work requirement uh yeah and i i know i didn't call in to talk about this but i'll say this uh the judge that ruled against kentucky's work requirement and ruled against it again and ruled against our work requirement mm-hmm. That's an Obama appointee. Yeah. And you can say what you want, but I was personal friends with Judge Hogan, in, in the, the judge that was there before this Obama judge. I know him. I've met him through a friend years ago. Uh, his son interned for me in Congress, and I can tell you he was a conservative's conservative. And I would be willing to venture that if Judge Hogan would have been there and got this case, it would be a completely different outcome. Right. So, you know, I don't think, uh, I think we ought to appeal it. Uh, from what I read in the paper, that's what the governor intends to do. But but the <clears throat> the broader issue of sustainability and, you know, what happens if, if, if ultimately that doesn't work out, the work requirement and, do the numbers go back up? Uh, does the spending crowd out other spending? I mean, these are all issues that are still 
uh, yet to be answered, and they're, yep. they're they're not easy ones. I'll tell you, there was an article I got some newsletter uh, this week, and the headline was something about Medicaid expansion crowds out other spending in Virginia budget. It was that's almost verbatim. So, I mean, these issues are not in the past; they are very much in the present. And you know, what if we have a debt crisis? Like, I mean, we had a minor debt crisis in 2011 when I was in Congress. And that was, um, you know, that upset markets and everything. What if we have a real debt crisis? Yep. Which we will we will do at some point. Um, at some point, Moody's and Dun & Bradstreet and all the, all the credit agencies and, and Wall Street, at some point they will say Washington needs to grapple with this debt problem um, or – they're putting we're, put, we're putting a triple a rating or, or uh, at risk and all that and when that comes these issues at the state level will be resurrected again because um so much of the state of state spending uh, particularly on this issue is tied to the federal government um you know, I, I'm sort of amused when people say, well, we, we balance our budget at the state level if they would just do what we do. And I'm like, yeah, we balance it at the state level, yes, because we have a a law, but also because we get a bunch of federal money. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah, I mean, we get tons of federal money. You know, our general revenue here is, what, about $6 billion, and our total spending is like $27 billion. Yep. So there's a lot of other stuff. Now, some of that's dedicated and all, but... Yeah, so look, the bottom line is this is this is not an easy issue. I think the governor uh, pursuing uh, the work requirement is, um, I think he's got to do that. I think it's, you know, can it be made better? And I'm sure they're thinking about that all the time. But I'm a big supporter of the work requirement. Um, but, um, and, and, we, and I think they ought to pursue it in the courts. But, but, but there are other questions beyond that about sustainability and and all that but we we will have lots of time to talk about that later well i'll just Um, i'll just remind everybody that when you were a congressman and this whole obamacare fiasco started you kept saying to the state representatives and the state senators of arkansas don't do what you're thinking about doing it's gonna it's gonna come back and bite you in the butt and guess what we got. I. Yeah. I I'm, they've, they've got teeth marks in their butt to see it. All right. It's, yeah. Well, it's what, yeah. The, the the problem. I mean, look. It's it's here now. And that's right. Doing, you know, I think there's a, people are doing the best they can. I get that, and I don't blame the uh, the governor for that. But no. um, yeah. But but I'll just tell you um, when you try to make an inherently unconservative concept conservatives uh it's it's almost impossible and what's happening and and at every turn the federal government says nope can't do that can't do that and then the courts say you can't do that now Mm -hmm. the trump administration's been a hundred times better yeah than the obama administration but um anyway so let me let me stop you there i want to talk to you about school choice i know you want to talk about school choice here i'm just going to ask you one question and I bet you you can talk fifteen minutes on it. Why? Yeah, you know, you know me, you know me, don't you? <laughs> I tell you. Well, if you'd ask, 
if you would interrupt and ask more questions, well, I, and I don't, don't interrupt. Let, don't you let me go. Don't let doing, me do it. You're Mark. doing so well. You got great answers. So let me ask this question of you: Why is school choice such a hard sell to even the Republicans here in the state? Well, first of all, I don't think anyone had. Uh, you got to set. You got to try to sell it. You can't. I talk about first that what that means is you can you can just have legislation introduced and people vote on it. That's not selling it. Um, it takes a full on around the state, city by city, blood, sweat, and tears, lots of hours on the road campaign to to. To go into communities and, and talk about what it will mean, that's part of that's part of it. It's sort of new to our state in many ways, right? I mean, look, Florida did this twenty years ago. Yes, lot, and they've had great success. Indiana but did it com- several years back and has had great yeah, success. I mean, look, the the public conversation about school choice in Arkansas is is years behind what the public conversation has been. So. You know, some people are really up on it. Some people aren't. Um, so that that's that's not the only reason. That's part of the reason. Now, I talk about it all the time, but but that's that's part of the reason. Okay. The, another part of the reason is uh, I think that <clears throat> the status quo feels threatened by it, which I totally get. The same people that are against merit pay. Uh, I mean, the, the, I talk to a lot of teachers. I have no. You know, and I know teachers that that don't have a problem with it, but union bosses have a problem with it. Yeah. And, you know, there's so there's that component. Um, I'll tell you this, though, when you in my experience. And, you know, I'm just one guy with one one set of experiences, um, a lot of people, uh, Arkansans, parents in particular, when, and my mom's a teacher for the record. I went to a public school, graduated from Arkansas Public School. My wife went to Arkansas Public School and graduated. My daughter went to public school for seven years and is now in a private school. And my son is in a Little Rock public school, just like my daughter was. And I intend for my daughter, who's one year old, to go to a Little Rock public school uh, when she gets uh, of age. So we are exercising school choice in my home right now. Uh, Make no mistake, school choice exists all over Arkansas for people who have the resources. All a school choice law attempts to do is to give choice to people who don't have it now. And, um, you know, choice is to have having the freedom to choose where you want to shop or whatever is very American. Right. So what if I said to you, um, Dave, uh, you can only shop at the stores in the, the area that the government has designated. And you say, well, I like the new Super Walmart. I don't care. I want to go out there. 
so I can get all my groceries and home goods in one place. And you went out there and you went in. They go, uh, excuse me, where's your where's your uh, driver's license so I can see if you're in the right district? You said, what? Mm-hmm. What? What if I said to you, you can't use certain, you can't go to a college unless it's where you currently live? You'd say, what? You can Americans only, you, are Kansans. You can only yeah. buy a blue car. You can't buy a red yeah, car. I mean, yeah, I mean, our Kansans, Americans would say all of those things are ridiculous. Why, you know, look, parents aren't perfect. But they, but they ought to. But they know a lot more about what's best for their kids than the government. And um, we are. Let me just say again what I said a minute ago. We already have school choice. We have school choice everywhere in Arkansas for those who have the resources. Right. So what school choice attempts to do is to give everybody that option. And um, you know. We we have uh, – I'm for people picking the school that's best for their child. Right now, I pick a Little Rock public school for my son. I pick a private school for my daughter, who used to, I used to pick a Little Rock public school for her. And those are my decisions. Those are my children. And I it's my responsibility for God to make the best decision for them, not the government's. And so what I want to do is, is equip and enable parents and, and the kids to get the best education they possibly can. And the other thing is, a lot of the school – here's the other thing. Charter schools are part of choice. Yep. Traditional public schools are part of choice. Home schools part of choice. Private schools, parochial schools, they're all part of choice. They're all part of choice. And the problem is there are some schools that aren't getting it done or are getting it done, so to speak, less than other schools. And parents can't leave because they can't. Yeah, they're They're locked locked. in. They're locked in. And so what a lot of the people on the other side, what they want to say is, well, give us some more time. Give us some more money. Give us 10 more years. Give us 20 more. Look, we were, I mean, how many decades you need? My child is only going to get one time at second grade. We got to make it count. Not just my child, your child, everybody's child, your grandchild, whatever. Everybody's kids going to get that one choice. I want what's best for them today, not what's not. I'm not going to sacrifice what's best for my child's third grade education today so that in 50 years, maybe possibly somebody not born might possibly have the opportunity to go to a school that finally got it together. Yep. I mean, it's ridiculous. Sure. So ridiculous. It's such a, and here's the thing. Here's the good news. We live in a society where millennials and even younger they know nothing but choice, and they demand choice. What if I, I thought about this the other day? Their world is choice. It's a smartphone, right? It's whatever. That's correct. Make that smartphone exactly the way you want it. What if I told you that you can buy the, if you buy the iPhone or you buy the Samsung, you have to take the apps that come on it? 
Yeah, you'd you be get like, nothing what? else. You can't make it individual. You can't choose what you want on your phone. Why? Well, it's just because that's the way we do it. The whole idea of 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 making the best decisions for you is very American. Uh, you know, education and shopping and what's on your iPhone. And and so I think that the younger generations are going to demand more and more. They're going to watch. They're going to look at this whole antiquated system of forcing people to, to go here or there. And they're going to say, you know, uh, no thanks. So this is going to happen. And um, I think it's a matter of time. Uh, I think a lot of people are very nervous about competition, the ability to compete. And, um, you know, I understand that. But government agencies would be better if they weren't guaranteed. There exists, you know, if they're the same amount of money in existence every single year, no matter what. Yeah. Right? I'm with you. I mean, there's got to be consequences. There's got to be consequences in life to failure and to, you know, and, and so I think that, look, we do this with charters all the time. If a charter doesn't cut it, what happens? They're not a charter anymore. They're gone. They're That's not right. chartered. They're called unchartered. <laughs> That's right. It's pretty, and then, pretty you know, simple. And if they flourish, they should get more charters. We've got a lot of great examples of that. Well, so I mean, this is pretty. You know, this is pretty basic American stuff, and um, it's new here. And I understand. Look, I, I, I was, I was a member of Congress, a legislator. I understand there are pressures on every vote. These people want it. These people don't want it. I get all that, and I'm not, I'm not uh, blaming any particular legislator, uh, legislator for their views on any particular issue uh, but i will say i know who they hear from on each side but i'll say this to them you're going to hear from loud voices that oppose this or that but i can tell you when we look at polling data among most of your most voters you know people you know, arkansans living out there around the state if you say do you want to open education system where you make a choice about your kid's future, or you want to close one where the government makes the choice for you. That's a 90-10 proposition, my friend. Open. Open. You know Open why, education. You know why that is, Tim, and then I'm going to let you go, because Americans typically will choose freedom. That's right. That's, That's right. Typically what we'll choose. Hey, listen, thanks for giving us the time. I'll let you get on with your weekend. I'll run into you sometime down in the cafeteria at the Capitol. You have a great time, all right? Hey, let's do it. My pastor's coming over tonight, and I'm cooking dinner, so we're going to see how that goes. Yeah. So <laughs> pray for me, brother. Yeah. Thank I'll, y'all. I'll, let me, I'll call your pastor and tell him to say a long grace. How's that? <laughs> we right. love you. We'll see, see you later. Bye. All right, bye-bye. All right, so Lieutenant Governor with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. I got to get a quick break in, then I'm going to ask a couple of quick questions of Paul, who's sitting here about what happened at Capitol Day. Then I got two guys that I haven't had in the studio at the same time in a long time. I am not sure if the studio will not combust before 6 o'clock. We'll talk.
with them when we continue on the Dave Elswick Show. All right, back with you. We've got news coming your way. I got uh, Steve Worley and I got Jake Snow sitting in here. They're going to both talk to uh, us in just a few moments. If you're uh, starting to think about, wow, it's starting to get a little warm out now. That means hot weather is not that far down the, uh, the, the way and, you know, vacations are coming and I'm going to want to go down and go out to, you know, the Redneck Riviera or whatever. And, and uh, I'm going to shed some clothing and uh, hang out on the beach. But, man, I don't want to look like the great white whale. You'll be back to hear what they have to tell you and how to how to help you out. But Paul Calvert is next after the news. <coughs> All right, a lot of you are on your way home now. If you're not, you will be soon. we got a lot of good information coming up. Paul Calvert is here. He's been good enough to stop by. Uh, he was over at the uh, Capitol today. I was going to do the show over there, but we'd be sitting in it, and it would be echoing very, very loudly right now because nobody would be there. They've all headed home now. But we'll be back there Monday, Paul and I, to uh, see what's going on in the session. A couple of things happened today, so I wanted Paul to talk about them. You said Brianne Davis had Brianne Davis. I was I was kind of going around a different committee. She's a freshman legislator. Yes, she's a freshman senator out of Russellville. And so I was in the education committee. I just kind of walked in on it, and she was um, she shortly sat down and started started running a bill that was going to stop school administrators from um, from having um, money di- directly sent, I guess, on their behalf from um, state funds to fund some of these different organizations that lobby. And um, so you're telling me that superintendents are helping to fund lobbyist groups, yeah, with tax dollars. Okay. So 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 right now it's I guess it's unlawful for teachers for that money to come from come on behalf of teachers, but they're just wanting to include that include the idea that you can't do it from administrators and other staff as well. I think, and so it's trying to shore up the idea that that they're not supposed to be using school funding for lobbying purposes. And wow, that's pretty good thought. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not a real big step, but it's a, it's a step, and I appreciate it. And um, so then the um, couple of school um, lobbying groups essentially came down and fought against it, but it passed anyway. I was I was glad to see that. Um, so that was pretty cool. And that was education, so they needed that was what, Senate, eleven votes, right? Senate, Senate education, so they only okay. needed five, five. votes. Okay. And actually, I don't know if they would have had the votes if somebody roll called it, but they didn't roll call it, so it got out. And that's that's the com- committee with um, Jane English and Senator Elliott and um, Hendren, Hendren and Johnson, Sturch. Sturch, and Senator Chesterfield, and who else is on there? Cheatham and Eads, I think, are on that committee. Yeah, we spend too much time over there. <laughs> and so, so anyway, so that that was that was that was satisfying um, in that regard. We'll see how, see where that goes from here. Um. Let me see. I saw Kenny Wallace posted that the bill to give um, subsidized tuition to illegals, apparently. Yeah, I saw that that passed. Passed in committee. Okay, so now it's going to be going to the floor next week, then, in the Senate. And that means that if people want to stop that, now's the time. Got to call. You've got to call your state senator and say, no in-state tuition for illegals. Period. Yeah. And so, 
and so that so I saw that on Facebook. I think Kenny was talking about that. And then I also went to the FOIA task force meeting after that was at one o'clock this afternoon. And um, was Robert there? Robert was there? Yes, he was there. He was part. He's part of the task force. Yeah. And so they were discussing various different bills. And you remember on what was that? Was that Thursday or was that Wednesday that um, um, Representative Flowers came on and talked to talked to us yeah, about Vivian her. Flowers. Vivian Flowers came on and talked to, to us Wednesday. about her her bill to require recordings of public meetings. Mm-hmm. And so they did a little a review of her bill. She was in the committee there. Sure, they liked that. They, they did like it. And so they recommended that as, as to pa- for passing. And she, she was making a few little adjustments to it as well. So they liked that. that okay, good. Uh, and I actually got to the – went to the table and spoke in favor of that, just kind of just kind of talked about how we had her on the show. We just – I think I – we, you know, it came out within – and with prob- probably within an hour of it coming out, we had her on the show, maybe two hours. Yeah. And it, so it was – and so that was that was nice, and um, I think one there's one other another another interesting bill that was brought up was um, one by Representative Love it was going to require the legislators to get drug tested, all of them apparently. I I don't think he was real serious about it. This is a Democrat. He's a Democrat. Yep. Yeah, make, trying I, to make I, a statement. I, I think he was. I think it was a, a kicks and giggles sort of thing, but. Um, you know what? We got so much to do over there that somebody would run something like that just uh, as a prank. Yeah. And maybe know, go, he was, go punk somebody and, else. Man. And maybe he was serious. I don't know. But but I think that's probably what it was. And it maybe is kind of in response to some of these people that want to drug test welfare recipients. But then the, but then the red flag bill is, you know, as far as I'm concerned, why would you even run that? You knew the chances of getting it out of there was like negligible well, I to think, a I negative think it, five. I think it may be kind of sort of like maybe what they try to do with the landlord-tenant bill. I, I think that might have been run knowing it never would have passed. So is it dead now? Yeah, it's dead. I'm pretty okay, sure. So, the, so I think that the red flag bill might have been one of those things that you run it for your constituents, but you don't really run it because you actually think it will pass. And okay. so it's, it's something kind of for, for – um, so finally, know, these, these other bills, because we're getting so close to the end, they have cut off their head, stuck a you know a, a wooden stake through their heart, and put a sprig of garlic in their mouth and drug them out into the sunlight. I, I don't know if they're quite in the sunlight yet, but they're. Uh, I think for the most part, some of those are dead and, and not coming back. They're. I think I heard so yesterday. I think the Judiciary Committee in the House. I think they're saying they're only going to hear. Two House bills next week, and those are going to be from Representative uh, Mickey Gates. Okay, and then the rest are going to be Senate bills. Okay. Bottom line, so they're, they're telling them they're, they're, they're shutting, sh- shutting they're it shut, down. They're shutting them down basically. So it's if, if, if you've still got a House bill trying to run it in the, in the forget it. Yeah, you just don't really have time. Have forget time at this about point. it. Although it's going to happen. Wait with, two years. Although with this with this new thing with the with the court ruling that came out this week. It may extend the Senate, so who knows? It ain't. I'm telling you right who now. Knows what's I told you what, what what a senator told me. I asked him if we're going back to 2013, which is literally where we've gone back to now, and we would have that kind of a contentious meeting, and he said that uh, over in the Senate, they didn't have the boop to do it. So I think you're probably right. They, they don't They don't have the happen. intestinal fortitude to, to actually That's a nice way back, of putting it. Back he didn't it. put it. He put it a little, bit, really more, he put it a little bit more bluntly. Right, right. And so the, but the, I think you're right that they probably don't have the intestinal fortitude to actually cut off the welfare and say, look, we're going to actually turn you all loose and 
and, and stop taxing you so much and let you make some more decisions about your own yeah, health care needs. Look, they could have called Pat Davis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right. I'll see you Monday, buddy. Yes, sir. We'll see All you. All right. Monday we'll be live back at the Capitol. It's always fun over there. Never a dull moment. How can I tell you? They're always spending your money. I always say, right now, relax. Take everybody right now go, Come on, guys. Get up on the microphone. Take a big, deep breath. <laughs> you don't have to put your hand over your wallet again until Monday morning at about 8 o'clock. Okay, so keep that in mind. All right. Dave Ellswick Show. I have Jake and Steve here. How long has it been since you two have been here in the same years, studio years. again? Steve, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. How are you man? doing? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? <laughs> Just saw you <laughs> earlier this morning. Yeah, you guys have seen each other, but not, yeah. you haven't been here. Yeah. Gosh, Dave, it's been... Because I got you in trouble, Steve. I, <laughs> I was here last summer. Steve yeah. stays in trouble. Yeah, well, no, in but, trouble. no, but he'd come on my show and, and talk about things, and some people got mad at him because he knew more than they did. Something like that. <laughs> life, life when you're moves good, on. you're good, though. That's happened to too many of my friends, to be honest with you. There's people in government that listen to this show, and they have zero and targeted people. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first one to tell you. There's been people who have had the DFA show up and audit their businesses and stuff. And wow. It's a well-known fact. I'm just telling you. The show, how do we put it? We carry a stick. And we've been known to hit sleeping dogs before. <laughs> we've been known to do that. So let's just talk a, a few minutes about there are people that are sitting out there. You know it. I know it. It happens all the time. The weather is starting to get better. They went. The, the lady went to her closet and tried to get into the pair of shorts that she wanted to wear. Oops. And uh, button an extra, off. Yeah, an extra five pounds of clay were there, and she couldn't get in. There's a guy that you know tried to get in a pair of jeans that he want, wanted wanted to get in, and he can't get into them. <clears throat> and they're all of a sudden this kind of passed it was a pass for uh, phase for about three weeks in january at the beginning of the year and then they stopped working out but what mm. we're saying is that if you want to wear the clothes that you want to wear to look the best that you want to look you got to dedicate yourself to doing that yeah now right. it's not just gonna but happen. then you got to dedicate yourself to it even <clears throat> after that time goes yeah. away yeah don't let the foot off the gas man and, and and it goes for a lot of other things that you do. Just uh, whether man, I hear people say all the time, "I just want to be able to get off of the floor without help," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and and that's real stuff, man. I mean, it, it sounds yeah. crazy and funny, but that's real stuff. And, and Steve they really have to it. have somebody give them a hand. To yeah, get them or use a, a a handle, or use a table, or something else. Grab to get it off onto the, the floor. bookcase, or, or man, here's something okay. else. Um, yeah, I want to fit into this dress or shorts or whatever, but hey, I just want to play and be able to hang with my kids. Yeah, that's yeah. another thing. Dang, I mean, come on, man. If 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 you've got kids that want to go play and you can't play with them, you got some serious decisions that you've got to make if you're able-bodied. 85% of how you look, think, and feel is your diet. What you're putting in your mouth mm-hmm. is going to be the result of what you look like in the mirror. Okay, so do I have to go to keto? I really don't want to. No. Mm-mm. 
I knew what the answer to that was, of course. <laughs> I thought he was baiting us or something. We've, yeah. talked, yeah. Yeah. We've talked about this for years, guys. Yeah. And and people just don't – I guess they listen, but – You know, there's a very simple formula, and Jake will attest to this. you got to eat, you got to breathe, and you got to move. And as long as you're doing something like that on a regular well, basis, I mean, if, you only, do. if you only brushed your teeth three times a week, <laughs> how often would you end up in the dentist chair? Yeah, you know, that's something true. you do daily, something you do as – as a responsibility to yourself so eating right it's not that you can't eat the potato chips and you know have the cold beer and stuff like that can't That's, have it every day not every day it doesn't need to be you know 20 percent of your diet on a daily basis mm-hmm. yep yep it's all right to live a little bit but you know you got to go out and play a little bit too absolutely most people just get stuck uh in a sedentary lifestyle these days whether it's at work mm-hmm. or then you come home and you know there it is again so man you got to start sitting around and you've got to start moving uh if if you if you begin to uh stop doing those activities and it just gets easier and easier to to not ever pick it up and do it again and it gets harder and harder to start back up and and do it again so don't stop i you mean know, with it with it getting prettier outside shoot just get out and start walking it'll lead to other things mm-hmm. Even in the neighborhood, you know, 15 minutes is more than you did yesterday. So that's a positive step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, I saw my dentist's wife this morning. She was out doing her daily walk. And you walk in my neighborhood, you're going to walk up a lot of hills. And, uh, you know, that's good workout, man. Absolutely. Walk up those things backwards. Absolutely. (laughs) Man, it's a whole different deal, man. We had one over um, around the corner from Powerhouse that we used to do uh, after a workout, and we would do it backwards, and it was nicknamed Butt Mountain. Well, that's because you're working your hammies and all of that kind of thing. They'd be on fire. Maximus glutamus. Yeah. You know? Yep. Get all that. And you're right, because it changes the whole area that you're striking Yep. You know, with the workout. Yep. I didn't realize until I got my inside of my uh, thighs so sore that, the, you know, doing just doing some little squats, holding hand weights, can just turning your feet out a little yeah. bit, can turn the whole way that it strikes you, it's, man. It's about angles. Yep. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I was sore. Oh, my yeah. Lord. Placement of your feet directly impact what part of your leg and buns you're working. Yep. Okay, so I want to take a, a short break. I got to pay the bills. When we come back, I want to answer some questions for ladies first, and I think Steve would be the number one person we'll talk to because he's our "I like to move the iron" kind of guy. <laughs> so we'll talk with him. In fact, uh, you really can't do a lot of aerobic kind of workouts, right? Oh yeah. Oh, you can. Oh yeah. I know you got heart problems like me. I just I just choose not to. <laughs> i do too all right i, no, I hate running I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what i do in my workouts yeah we'll anyway, talk about right. we're going to talk about that when we come back it's dave ellswick show stick around next uh hour could change your life right here on uh, 1011 fm the answer all right back well, back yeah. with you guys we're talking old times here we'll talk about it now but i still don't well, just so you know you? that's freedom of speech right, right there yeah. back with you here on the yeah. dave ellswick show and you got uh you know steve whirley's here and and, and jake's nose here and jake you're you've got the the big gym down in in regions and now you got some things going was it up at hillcrest yeah uh four or five blocks from here steve's over there with me 
Yeah. Well, he's at both places. Well, he's he he's at two places, but he's at the Hillcrest location to help our guys over there. Okay. Corner of Cavanaugh and Markham. <clears throat> yeah, down there by um, Oyster Bar. Oyster bar. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Love Street. the Oyster Bar. Yeah. Ate there yesterday. I don't know if I could work out there. Yeah, you can. <laughs> well, be eating too it's going to be even more difficult bar. when Stones Throw Brewery moves in straight across from me, and oh, you're on really? a treadmill yeah. watching somebody drink a pint. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not good. So you're right, yeah. right down there with the bicycle shop and all of that. Yeah. Stuff. Right. Right behind it. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, man. That's it's good. an awesome little spot. You like being there? Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, I wanted to be in a. <clears throat> In a more of a neighborhood setting. So, you know, we're right in the middle of Hillcrest, Stiff Station, Capitol View, uh, not far from the Heights and those areas. So um, the concept that I took to that neighborhood, I think, is very fitting for uh, that active little area. It's just boot camps and yoga and personal training. There's no gym. You just go in and get as sweaty as you want to for 30 minutes and go on with your day now if you want to get really serious you stop by regions that's right man that's where the <laughs> he's real got everything happens. going on there I'm just telling <laughs> that, you, he's got everything that's twenty thousand square foot adult <coughs> playground man i love it this is a great place yeah really yeah is. you've been there all right so i wanted to patent for our our, <clears throat> our the people who are watching on uh, facebook live we say hello hey, to you there. People. But I want to tell you, this is Steve Worley. Uh, he's been on my show since I've I've left another radio station in the past. These yes. guys were on all the time when I was there. Yep. They're going to be on this station now all the time again. If I well, when they're not busy, but they're busy all the time. But Steve Steve is a guy who likes to hit the iron. He likes to lift, and he will tell you that you can get an aerobic workout by lifting. I forget who the author was we had on with us one time. I know who it is. The guy, mm-hmm. uh, he lived by that mm-hmm. adage. Yeah, his name was, name was Jim Karras. Yep. It was back in 2012. <clears throat> we had, he had the number one selling book in America at the time, and it was called The Cardio-Free Diet. And, if you and get that sounded for me. That, sound, that up, sounded right for me. Yeah. I don't like cardio. Yeah, his his philosophy um, in that book was exactly the way that I I trained and have trained for years. Um, my years of bodybuilding, I did very 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 little movement as far as cardio, which you would think, but I lifted to the point of failure, and I I lifted slow, so I controlled myself, so I never ended up with an injury. And at the same time, I did a set about every thirty to forty-five seconds. I could be, I could work three body parts and be in and out of the gym in under thirty minutes. That's incredible. And I competed. I mean, really, that's, that's and I competed for, for ten incredible. years. So I mean, there's a, there is a way to do it. You mm-hmm. know, you know, most guys who like to really <clears throat> lift, you know, they get there, they leave three hours later. Sometimes, yeah. you know, the you're funny, wasting time. Funny thing is, you know, I'd be at the lake, you know, and the, and the girls would look and you know they wouldn't say anything and the guys eventually would kind of warm up to you and, and I, I got this all the time where people would go so how many hours a day you spend in the gym and i'd be like hours what what are you talking about well i meant it look like you know i'm like dude i'm in and out in 30 minutes i gotta go to walmart and get my oil changed i got life to live <laughs> if you're in there longer than 30 minutes you're bumping your gums yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that or <clears throat> clearing out your colon right so jake's philosophy on the uh on the boot camp and and the workouts they're doing in Hillcrest, dude, it is dead on. It's right. spot on. Stay with us. We got a lot to talk about. It's Dave Ellswick's show. 
I got two of the best in the studio today. You got a question about working out? You got a question about don't call them ask, how do I work this spot out? Don't even ask that question. <laughs> it's not possible. And you can't lose fat from just your rear. We got more to talk about when we come back. All right, back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Last hour of a Friday and week show. When we get back, it will be April. Wow. March is almost done, guys. April. Almost what? through Wait, three we're months. <laughs> we're through three months of the year already. Oh, it just crazy. blows me away. So uh, Monday, if somebody says you want a little sugar, you know, or to give you the salt shaker, it might have sugar in it might give you sugar Ooh, have salt in it april it's Fool. april fool's Fool. day on monday so ah, i love that keep day that in mind all right i did i did like the uh the new uh, st patrick's day shirts that i i had it was uh if you pinch me i will deck you <laughs> did you see those i have not there's a lot they had those those women were wearing them and they're just no fun anymore this whole me too thing's gone too far oh, yeah come on you know, too far yeah you gotta gotta have a little fun in life all right gotta have pinch them even if they are wearing green yes i'm a misogynist all right then I'm you get pinched back right right no and then you can say me too oh. yeah oh, me yeah, too that's it right. that say me too me too right. <laughs> <laughs> i felt that yeah. all, right. all right anyway <laughs> it's it's the boys room here on the dave ellswick show no jake and uh, steve are here steve worley is here Jake Snowden is here. Uh, did I say? Did I call you Snow a couple of times? Actually, Jake Snow. Uh, that sounds like probably. A, that sounds like a wrestler. God, Jake you're, Snow. You're a wrestler. Like, 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 like John Snow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Winter's uh, coming. Yeah, he said he's going to build a wall he's to keep the winter people out. That's yeah, right. exactly right. <laughs> and he's going to make them pay for it. But anyway, <laughs> bottom that's, line, that's a whole other show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it is another show. With that, now, Steve, where are you now? You. Jake is going to work with you, give you a body by Jake. Can I say that, or is that trademark? I don't think it's trademark. Okay, you get a body Yet. by Jake. I thought that guy passed away. Anyway. No, he's still around. Is he really? Yeah, well, he, uh, okay. I see him doing commercials every still? once in a while. Yeah. Oh, my god, That guy's like 90. Yeah, he's not Five. selling anything anymore, but he's he's still doing doing uh, commercials. Wow. Huh. You know, body by Jake. What was his last name? Gosh, I don't even know. It. Was it Lamada or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's right. No, 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 no. That's a different, this is a different uh, guy. You're talking about the juice guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's dead now. He died at like Maybe 96 years that. old. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he he proved that drinking natural juices must have been really good for you because that's the way he stayed alive for years. Yeah. Huh. He lived. He lived yeah. a long time. No, I'm talking about you know the body by Jake. Yeah, remember, yeah, you remember I know, him. Yeah, okay, he's yeah. still around. Yeah. Okay, so but but, but the bottom line, Jake is the guy who's going to put you through all the steps and the motions to get you in shape, and then Steve is going to work on you to fix you, keep you out there, so you keep <laughs> moving and, keep and staying in shape. That's right. And doing doing your thing. You still got the, all the electronic gear that you have. I do. And stuff? I do. The computers the, and everything. Yeah, part of the uh, your gate and everything. Gate yeah, say, part of what we're doing uh, with Jake over here at the um, um, Hillcrest area is that they've got a boot camp that they've started, and part of my responsibility was to come in and do the evaluations on everybody, which included a squat analysis, a posture analysis, and a gait analysis, and it's all videoed and it throws it into a pdf format and it shows you exactly what your body's doing different on one side in comparison to the other because a lot of places there are a lot of people they complain of you know 
my hip hurts, my you know, piriformis hurts, my IT band hurts, then even plantar fasciitis, that is all symptomatic yeah, my feet problems. Hurt. That's all symptomatic problems to other things going on. That's just the weakest link in your chain that's beginning to break. And a lot of times these tests that we do, they identify exactly where a person does need work rather than where they think they need work. Okay. So, speak. so yeah, it's very effective. All right. So very. Do you have people that start working out with you and hadn't had any problems and suddenly they yes. start getting sore and hurting in places that yep. they hadn't had been sore or hurting in Man. before? it's common and and i tell all of my clients or members hey it's kind of a funny thing how this happens but you're kind of going to have this little bug that moves around your body and your shoulder's going to hurt and you're going to get it right and you might be good for a month or something and then your elbow's going to catch it or your knee or Mm -hmm. you may just get a tight back but it's not just and i'm going to use this word lightly it's not just broken down exercisers that go holler at steve it's no people that are sitting down all day long so i have somebody come into the gym and say you know i don't work out in here but i've got this going on what do you recommend well i'm like all right first call steve and and let's get the problem fixed find out what you can do or should be doing and then we'll help correct the issue on top of whatever whatever he does so it's not just broken down athletes it's it's anybody that can go get these things um from steve which is cool and helpful um and then when when you know when somebody does get an overuse type of injury from either going too low on a bench press and and they tweak their shoulder or or they're squatting with an imbalance or heck they may just be out running uh and and have a funny gait i think you said something about your your gait analysis so you you don't watch yourself run and a lot of times you don't listen to yourself run. So when people get out and they're running, a lot of times you can hear one foot hitting harder and louder, and it makes a very audible sound if you listen and you stay in tune to it. Mm-hmm. And and so you know, okay, I, I've got some clear imbalance here, and you can try to mentally correct that. And a lot of times I think you can clean it up, but it's not natural. Um, you've got tightness somewhere that's that's causing that uh, that inefficient running. And so a lot of times it just takes a rub down and Steve's, you know, I, I, he's, he's rubbed me down quite a few times, but uh, uh, right. I had family a neat thing. Pro- a family program. Yeah, sorry, let's right. clean it up here, clean it up. Um, I had this, man, my knee was killing me. So I'm like, all right, I can't do this anymore. It's killing me. My knee's killing me. I can't ride my bike. I can't run, whatever. So Steve's like, all right, you got a tight IT band. I'm like, all right, cool. That sounds awesome. Iliotibial band syndrome. So, right. so what did he, he rubs what, my okay stop right there wait I, you, you just had me stop it he rubs my let me finish this all right <laughs> okay <laughs> he rubs my <laughs> the band is back all right yeah. go ahead go ahead he rubs my leg right okay so right he i felt like he was gonna break my femur in half he's hitting my leg so hard so boom knocks it out clears the bell good to go ever since all right. Well, you used Thank about you three, clear that up. three different. <laughs> you, you used about three different terms that our listeners probably have no idea when you start talking about T band and all the rest of that. Stuff. All right, my bad. All right, we, we, you got to talk go in back. English. Do not act like a doctor. The, all right. The IT band is the outside part of your leg that runs from your hip to the outside part of the knee. Okay. So that is referred to as your IT or your iliotibial band. So what does the normal person say? 
Yeah, man, that muscle in the front of my leg hurts. Well, yeah. <laughs> they just so, say yeah, yeah, that, or they don't walk in saying, "Oh, my piriformis is aching yeah, today." Right. Steve. That's what I'm they, saying. What they, do I do here, they, Doc? Mo- most of the time, people will get online and they will learn the terminology. <clears throat> you know, so they'll have some bit of an idea of what they're what they're talking about. So, you know, whether it be right or wrong, you know, that's yet to be determined. But, uh, but okay. if you if your knee's hurting, I had no idea it was centered on the side of my leg, you yeah. know? Changes so I'm like, hey, dude, my knee is with, killing me. With Jake, it was changing the tracking of his knee. So it was pulling from the outside. Pretty severe. So every time that he his foot struck the ground, it was striking correctly, but it was being pulled, so therefore it was creating pain. All right, so you tell me, Steve, when I was doing uh, rows and I was doing uh, preacher's curls, uh-huh. My left, you know, elbow right here, right, right on the outside. Yep. Just start killing me all of a sudden. I got a, I got myself a sleeve. Okay. Gone. Yeah. Why? Well, because that same exact motion right there is exactly the way shin splints take place. Okay. okay. And a shin splint is a muscle in the front of your shin that has microscopic tears in it. And when it pulls away from the bone, that creates the shin splint. So a lot of runners will use a compression sleeve or even pantyhose, okay, because that compresses that. So the same thing can happen in your forearms okay, and even up into your elbow. I remember when I first started working out, I was lifting so heavy with these guys that didn't really know much, but they thought, you know, go heavy, go home was on the wall sure. and stuff. And I remember that uh, we were no pain, pre- no preacher gain. curls, but I mean, after a while <laughs> I couldn't pick up a glass of tea because the front part of my forearm hurt so bad. Oh, and yeah. once I got away from that, I learned years later that it, that mimicked the exact same thing as what a shin splint was. So okay. anyway, well, that's what I'm saying that right here. And they said, I had doc tell me it was, my tennis elbow was yeah. really kind of what I had, mm-hmm. and it got to the point where I couldn't I couldn't lift a full can of right. of, of soda mm-hmm. if I was drinking. It hurt. Yeah, I mean, bad hurt. And I had never had that kind of pain before. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, get us get a sleeve," and I I got a sleeve and went away. Tennis elbow is usually on the top of the arm, and the golfer's elbow is uh, usually on the underneath, bottom. Uh, okay, underneath it. Yeah. Okay, well it doesn't feel good yeah <laughs> yeah you can put your finger on it yeah, yeah and you right get a lot of a lot of inflammation of the tendons <clears throat> in there the tendon is what takes the muscle and attaches it to the bone yeah i got i got used to uh, ibuprofen mm. <laughs> <laughs> take yeah. down the i i know enough pain for the <clears throat> aspirin take the swelling down with the ibuprofen you know or you can use ice yeah you could use that too i don't like ice it, <laughs> takes too long yeah. <laughs> me Fif- pill. 15 to 18 minutes with the use of that ice not, yeah. not any longer yeah five minutes if i swallow three tablets <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway with with all that say for, for the people that are sitting out there right now when i come back with you we have 40 about 45 minutes let's talk about you got to start now if you want to look good on the beach this summer yeah I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to lift, it's going to take five weeks for you to get any really noticeable differences going, right? Uh, so is it typically I'd, about five I'd, weeks? I'd say closer to two, two months plus. Okay, eight yeah. weeks then. Okay, so keep that in mind. We're talking starting in April. That would mean June 1st. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right there yeah. around Memorial. So you got, yeah, and that's when you're going to want to be out, you know, like I said, Redneck Riviera, down to Cold Gold Coast, wherever you're going to. Right. You want to look good. You got to start putting the work in now, and, and continue. 
no work, <laughs> no look better. I'm just telling yeah. you, that's the truth. And ladies, I'll have Jake talk to you. How do you make your buns? You know, it used to be you could get those v, uh, VHS tapes, buns of steel. Right. You know, and there's, there's specific workouts you can do to strike that area. Now, if, if, if it's covered in six inches of fat, now we're talking diet. Yep. There's all different things we got to talk about here. So We'll melt it away you know, for we'll you. Come, we'll come back and we'll talk about all of that. And uh, maybe what you need is to go sign up with one of Jake's, uh, you know, uh, workout plans that he's got to order. Give him 30 minutes uh, every other day or whatever it is. Is it every other day? 30 minutes, yep. 30 minutes every other day. Every That's other not day. bad. That's. I mean, you think about that. Well, no, I won't say that. I'll get in trouble. we got the Dave Ellswick Show. we got more coming your way. Uh, stay with us. All right, back with you. <clears throat> Jake just ruined my day. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. You tell me. You start Can we telling, go home? You start oh, telling me about Kelvin Sampson and the, and the, and the, and the Razorbacks are going to bring him in as basketball coach. For God's sake, do not do that. I still man, can't I'm believe with you, man. Why would they bring him in here? He just they, Oklahoma's just starting to recover from his <laughs> tenure, and Indiana still hasn't recovered from his tenure. Yeah, he sucks, man. He may have a winner for a while, but he's. I'm telling you, he's cheating. Somebody better settle him down. As he's doing it, he's cheating. I'm just telling you, the guy cheats all the time. Just, yeah, yeah, I just think there's some very admirable people out there that to be looked at well see mike anderson was one of those admirable people yeah what what yeah but he wasn't winning enough exactly you no, know, you're but exactly I mean, right yeah. but isn't isn't dawkins still open is he signed up with anybody else i mean he, no, every, everybody's looking at him he's just still the head coach of central florida man so that's go right get now. that dude yeah i mean come on stanford and now ucf he's taking two programs to the ncaa yeah. tournament yeah, great coach. Saying, he's a guy to get. Yeah, not Kelvin Sampson. Oh my God! <laughs> I agree, man. I still can't believe it. Dumb move. It's a dumb move. <clears throat> Yesterday, Derek Fisher's name came up. Uh, yeah, he's not ready. Uh, he's unproven, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't say I brought it up. Yeah, I just said yeah. it came up. Look, as an individual, I love that guy. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. All right. I really do. But uh, all right, we got play. Anyway. All right. For the guy, folks who are listening, why don't we start off? Let's start for the women, all right? Because they're the ones that are really sweating it right now. A little nervous about bikini season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let's get them ready. What what should they be thinking about? Is, is there is it really a good thing to think, Jake? You look at yourself in the mirror and you go, "Well, yeah, I can pinch the fat there. I can pinch it there. The butt, you know, look like saddlebags now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do I do?" You get the biggest bang for your buck with resistance, and um, I, you know I, I I say this, and I'm going to sound old fashioned and, and whatever, but it's an old school that women don't lift weights. Don't don't lift weights if you're a girl. It'll bulk you up and all that stuff. No, man, I've been doing it for twenty years. A majority of my clients are women. My boot campers are women. It is all about resistance. It's easy to open up your front door and go outside and run, put your jogging shoes on, whatever. And you do get some benefits out of that, and it's cool, and it's good for you. Um, And I am a proponent of whatever works for you, do it. But if you really want to get some results and you really want to look good and feel good, 
Resistance is where it's at, man, 100%. And you don't have to w- be able to press your weight, all right? I mean, no, that's right. not, not heavy weight. It's 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 uh, fatigue the muscle. You're, you're breaking the muscle tissue down with heavy resistance or lighter weight with higher repetitions or, heck, just body weight. And, man, I'm telling you, the inches will melt away. The scale is is weird on that. You're looking at inches, and you're looking in the mirror, and you're going, wham. That's what I want right there. See, I look at it from a little bit different perspective than than Jake. I agree with everything Jake said. But the most important thing you can do for yourself ever in life is to is to lift, to do something. Because as we get older, I'm not mm. I'm not going to have muscle problems. I'm going to have joint problems. Yeah. My knee hurts. My neck hurts. My back hurts. My hip hurts. What that is, that's muscle dish, tissue that doesn't support that joint under a stress load. So the second you step off the deck and all of a sudden you're over at Baptist Hospital with a torn ACL, if you'd been in the gym for, you know, on a consistent basis, doing leg extension, leg curls, or, you know, squats, lunges, or whatever else you, that you can do, you're going to build muscle tissue that's going to support that joint. So it's very, very healthy for you that you should never stop lifting. Ever. No, same thing for, for women as well. Oh. Osteoporosis. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man, yeah. See? I mean, there's a ton of your, beneficial your factors. Your bone density increases. Yes. Uh, I mean, it, the the – the results and the things that you get from lifting weights i mean that we talked about it earlier that's your cardio session right there right you there. want cardio go go lift weights 30 minutes or do body weight stuff and and keep your heart rate elevated so you get cardio and weights all in one 30 minute deal or 25 or 40 minutes or whatever your time is um and and so you put resistance on your body increase your bone density uh, uh maximize the health of your joints and and don't stop doing it and that way when you're 50 60 70 years old you don't have these degenerative issues that people do that just kind of quit doing stuff right. or or just constantly are pounding the pavement and all that Run. will speed your metabolism up <clears throat> what jim Carrey said in his book that we when we interviewed him is that the american heart association had just adopted that form of, of training better or as a cardiovascular trainer, then going out and running five miles. Mm-hmm. And it was all doing weightlifting, every single bit of it. All right. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more about this. All right, ladies, come back. Don't go away. Stay with us. We're going to help you out here on the Dave Ellswick Show. And, guys, we haven't forgot you either. What about the chest? What about, uh, you know, all the other things that guys need? All right, back with you. Don't forget about Dwayne Smith. <laughs> He is an insurance agent with Allstate. He's got his own agency, the Dwayne Smith Insurance Agency, and he'll help you keep Mr. Mayhem out of your life. All right? The way you do that is you take over your insurance policy for your car, your house, your motorcycle, whatever you got insured at your house, and let Dwayne or one of his associates there at the agency compare yours with Allstate and let Allstate save you money. Call them at 501-819-0373, 501-819-0373, or uh, visit them at 3920 East Keel Avenue in Sherwood. That's the Dwayne Smith Insurance Agency, and uh, I like talking about these guys because they save you a lot of money, and he prides himself on that. All right, let's take a break here. Let's uh, talk with uh, Steve and, and Jake now. When I mean take a break, let me take a break from talking about uh, insurance and move back to what we were 
uh, zeroing in here on, and that is getting ready for the beach. What should you, you're saying resistance training? Okay, for the ladies out there, uh, what are you saying? What should they be zeroing in when they're working out on their uh, uh, their lifting? Any specific? Movements? You don't want to. You don't want to try to. Uh, uh, you don't want to leave anything out. <clears throat> you want to hit a full body, hit all your muscle groups, um, whether that's in one workout session or split up over a week's period. You don't want to leave your your shoulders out of the mix. Um, you want to talk about some imbalance that gets created. Yeah, that happens. Um, you know, and and uh, you, you you can further segment that to front part of your shoulder, the middle part of your shoulder, and the back part of your shoulder. You want to hit them all pretty evenly. Um, your back, uh, the sides of your back, your upper back, your middle back, your low back, your glutes, the outside of your glutes, the inner part of your glute. I mean, you want to hit it all. So you, you don't want to leave anything out. If you've got a special target area um, where you think, okay, abs, for example, everybody wants to lose weight in their abs. You can do sit-ups. You can do a million sit-ups every it single day. It make a difference. It's not going to melt the fat on top of your abs. Right. Yeah. Dang man! Can't I mean, you produce. know what? You might have really good abs. You may not even realize you <laughs> right. have really They're good buried. abs because you got too much fat <laughs> yeah. over. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that goes back to you want to melt the calories away, and and you can do that by incinerating the the cal- uh, lighting your metabolism on fire with the exercise. And then, you know, watching what you're eating, decreasing your caloric intake, and making sure you're eating the, the right stuff. And then you said with these uh, boot camps that you're doing that you've introduced this intermittent fasting yep. that I follow to lose the 50 pounds that I yeah. follow. Yeah, you, you know exactly where that, where, where it is with that. So um, <clears throat> we'll do the intermittent fasting where you you eat your, your last meal at night, 7 o'clock range um you're you're skipping breakfast and usually we'll go on and off with this we we won't go all the way every single day with this so um you'll you'll eat your last meal at seven o'clock p.m you won't eat your next meal until lunch the next day and so you come in you're fasted takes a little bit of time for your body chemistry and your blood sugar to adapt to that especially if you throw exercise in on top of it and uh and i mean I, I've I've read a lot about it, and that's what made me think. Well, let let's practice this. So I try it on myself, just like I do every single workout I, I throw out there. I do it on myself before I let right. somebody else do it. Same thing on that deal. And man, it felt good. I felt the the thing that I noticed the most about me was just my clarity. My mental clarity was incredible. And then you know shave a few pounds off depending on your size some people may lose a little bit more we're doing a boot camp right now steve's in this thing with me and um they're doing intermittent fasting also one guy we started this tuesday this round started tuesday morning uh, yeah tuesday morning and yesterday was thursday so in two days a guy lost four and a half pounds and that's the intermittent fasting no that's really water yeah i mean it's some but yeah, it's it's legit weight that with this exercise because we're increasing muscle mass, right? Which will continue to elevate your metabolism. And keep so burning that the fat is while the key, eating. man. That's the key. You can diet all day, every day. You can diet, 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 diet. Everybody knows at the end of this diet, you get back to your regular lifestyle habit. The weight comes on. Yep. Almost 
almost all the time. Faster so, than what it took to take it off. Yeah, oh, it yeah. comes back. It's ready to get back on. So with the exercise and the added muscle tissue, you've increased your your metabolism. And muscle is mu- muscle's hard to hard to lose. Once you get it there, just maintain it. And you'll keep your metabolism fired up, and you will keep that weight off. Okay, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I've read <clears throat> articles about this, and uh, you can lose the fat, but the cell is still there. Mm-hmm. True. Shrink your cells. And it, True. It, it will, it will <clears throat> load up as fast as it can load up mm-hmm. if you allow it. Yep. Is that true? That's yes. accurate. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Those things are sitting there waiting there like little Pac-Mans, and you shrink those little suckers, and then the minute you come back and your metabolism lowers and you increase your sugar intake, man, those little suckers are just eating and getting bigger and bigger again. And it starts storing. Yeah. But even, even when you have a liposuction and they take out 50,000 of those cells, yeah. what happens is a rebound effect because the cells that are left will actually increase in size. Really? Yes. And it can cause a, a huge rippling effect, such as, you know, lumps. Back yeah. In, yeah. I've seen pictures. Yep. It's pretty. <laughs> Cottage cheese. It, it is. Yeah. And, they, and that's what, um, oh, what am I trying to say? The bumps and people get on their legs and stuff. Um yeah, that's what I was referring to, the cottage cheese. I yeah. know what you cellulite. Oh, yeah. The cellulite, yeah, that's and, increased yeah. fatty acids within the tissue, and that cell actually increases enough that it causes a, a rippling effect. Yeah. So that's what it's caused for. Yep. And and women do not like that. <clears throat> no. No. Just like, what do you guys no. think about this using freezing to reduce fat? Are you, are you familiar I don't know with that? Know I'm, I'm familiar, but I don't know enough yeah. to know it. I mean, I'm sure that there's on the all, surface it sounds kind of hokey, but ki- yeah, dang. that's the way I feel about it. There's all kinds of things you can try, but there's one, there's a couple of things that we know for a fact have have worked for millennial, yeah, yeah, millennium. Go ahead and do those things, yeah, and keep at it. What about people who haven't lifted all that much? How about how about those, Steve? Do you got any super, uh, you know books or articles that they should look at so they know what exercises they should be doing? Oh, man, there's all kinds of, of videos out there. I mean, there's bukus of people on YouTube that you can go and, and follow. And most of them are pretty legit, pretty dead on and stuff. And, I mean, they'll show you, you know, the range of motion you should go through. So you, if you're a visually oriented, you know, person like most of us are, you can see what a good lateral raise is or what a good bicep curl is. And, you know, using lightweight and working the muscle and not the weight, that's the way you should always turn out and stuff. And if you're a guy, you know, um, leave your uh, leave your ego at the door. You know, you don't need to lift heavy weights to get muscle. At all, so I meant you know it just takes resistance and the right amount of resistance for prolonged periods of time. Well, unless you want massive, you know, muscle on your body on your frame, I believe that a lot of the uh, all the, the injuries you see, you know, professional football players have is they got too much muscle on them and they've overtaxed their well, their inner. Uh, they've actually the got what's called a, yeah a bilateral imbalance. Their muscles are bigger on one side of the body than it is the other, and it creates abnormalities within the joint and how the joint moves. So I just know that the bigger <clears> they've gotten, yeah, the more knees and the right. pop yep. and, yep. and the ligaments more and tendons snap, you don't know, keep and, up. In all my years of lifting, I mean, I lifted heavy, but I lifted under control. And knock on wood, I never one time had an injury in the gym, never. So there's there is ways to do it that you can you know prolong it for life. You know how I've done it now that I haven't and I haven't hurt myself over in the last decade. 
about that. Said I I have a cage that I work in, a controlled it, environment. Yeah, it there makes me yeah. be very controlled. Uh-huh. Like when I'm I'm doing you know presses and things of that nature, sure. and then I got I got you know safety equipment that pops out that mm, I can't right. drop the bar on yeah. my chest and stuff. Yeah, right. Because I've done that before. It doesn't uh, feel good. Yeah, you know if you know how to do the repetition correctly then concentrating on that through the entire workout especially towards the end is more important than at the very beginning because you're going to get fatigued and when you get fatigued you sacrifice form yeah and that's usually when an injury takes place and that's usually when people call me you've seen the guys that are doing you know the the rows and and whatnot with their uh oh i don't know what the what is it called the uh is a preacher's bar yeah preacher curl preacher curl yeah the easy curl curl. yeah yeah and you see him doing this here i'm I'm going to show it to everybody so they're watching on (laughs) on youtube and they're they start off and they're like this man they're at it right Uh and they start getting tired and doing this yeah Uh uh-huh yep sacrificing form just you're going to kill your lower back oh man man. And, and and they may not feel it now but but a year continue doing that uh-huh. and man uh your your body it will catch up with you man and you're not you know you're using <laughs> centrifugal force there you're, you're not even working the muscle mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. You, you know you just say god look at that man hitting it i'm doing 70 pounds it's no, one of the things i really uh, doing 70 pounds it's one of the that things i really me. like about jake's boot camp so he's he concentrates a lot on their form and especially towards the Dude. end of it, because at the end of that 30 minutes, you're mm-hmm. going to be fatigued. And if you're not, you didn't do it right. And you're sweating. Yeah. You're oh, sweating, you're sweating through everything you're wearing. I yeah. mean, it's there, buddy. Now, that tells you you got your metabolism up, correct? Oh, you, man, yeah. That tells you you got your money's worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, uh, yeah your, uh, your metabolism is definitely yeah. fired up. And, you know, the thing about these these deals is that you, you set your Fitbit up and all that stuff, and – and and it's hard for those things. They they calculate your heart rate, and then they ca- calculate kind of a, a, a rate of perceived exertion. So that Fitbit doesn't know that Dave is lifting seventy pounds, but his exertion level is a ten, where the Fitbit may calculate it as a six or whatever. So right. it's not calculating your exact expenditure on the calories, and it's not giving you the afterburn that you get from those. So yeah, it's huge. I mean, you may have a thirty-minute workout that gives you a four to five hundred caloric burn uh, for that day, which is huge, man. I mean, it's yep. thirty-five hundred calories a, a, a burns a pound. So, you, you know, you set out to do five hundred calories a day. Um, thirty-five hundred calories later, you've shed a pound. Years ago, I had the privilege to run into an <clears throat> old bodybuilder. His name was Lee Labrada. And I, I remember talking. I remember talking with Lee one day, and and on the our when we got ready to part ways, he we were talking about working out. And he said, "Always have a number in mind when you walk in the gym." He said, "Whatever that number is," and he said, "That's the number you go with." Yeah, I like that. And I was like, "That's a good idea." So I'd be pulling up in the parking lot, and today my number was nine. Hmm. You know, and my number's twelve. Day's fifteen, and I knew that was going to be a lighter workout. But also, it was going to be a more strenuous workout than doing heavier weight. But that helped me to keep things kind of bouncing back and forth. But it also kept me very focused. So on that, mm. that number you're talking about, are you talking reps? Uh, yes, I'm talking about amount of repetitions. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Right. Not sets. No, not sets. <laughs> not sets. 
I'd always do three to four sets yeah, of just about everybody. Yeah, fifteen sets today. Yeah, yeah fifteen sets. Yeah, fifteen sets of one. <laughs> more, one. more, more is one. not better, Dave. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you about that. Okay, we'll come back. We'll finish this up. It's been great having Jake and Steve in the studio. We kind of jump around a little bit, but you get. I'm telling you, you get a lot of good information out of what you're hearing here, and uh, we'll give you we'll we'll give you a big pop here of information at the very end on the Dave Ellswick show. All right, let's let's finish up here. We're, we've got about eight minutes left here. Steve, for a guy that's wanting to start, you know, wants to look good on the beach, most of them are going to talk about want the chest to be looking good, the pecs look good, you know, basically they're on your, on your chest. So what should they be doing? I mean, they haven't. let's say they haven't been in the gym for a few years. I'm just a firm believer of working every body part that you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't well, think you should focus and it on makes anything. Sense just for the simple reason, if you, Any, can, you if you can take that waist and cut it down, right, the chest looks bigger. You know, but you got to look at it like this: muscle weighs more than fat. So as you begin to put on muscle and decrease uh, fat, the the 180 pound guy could stay at 180 pounds, but there's a whole lot, whole different deal when you're looking at 25 percent body fat to 12. That yeah, you're you right know, about so you that. put on muscle tissue and taking it off. But if you get into working body parts that you focus on, well, I'd like my chest to be bigger. I'd like what you'll end up doing, Jake, back me up on this. You'll end up overtraining. Yeah, and when you when you do because that's your focus because you're not doing anything else then you're working it way too much, so therefore the recovery time isn't there for you. So it stays in a broken-down form, so therefore you're not building muscle tissue. Because when you go to the gym, you don't build muscle tissue. You break that tissue down, and how it rebuilds itself is through your diet and through your sleep. Yep. That's why it is so adequate that you take time off. Yeah, while you're working out, you're, you're causing the micro tears, right? Exactly. Yep. That's where the soreness comes from. Okay. Yeah, sure enough. And so you've got to give time. Because so I think a lot of people make a mistake on their abs – because they think they should do push-ups every day, or not push-ups, but sit-ups every day. No, it needs rest as much as any other muscle. Does. Yeah, <laughs> that's one or of the muscles. body. That's one it, of the body parts that I was told to don't work. Really? Yeah. You, you and, can leave your abs alone. And I, I never work I, abs, and I, I could put my finger in between my <clears> abs day of the show, and I'd lose my finger. But I've learned from Lee that every exercise that I did. I tightened my abs yep. up every exercise, no matter what it was. I was tightening up my abs every time. So I basically worked them without saying, okay, now I have to go work abs. Yeah. Give you a good idea. Working out body parts is that, you know, when I was uh, a young guy, the women loved arms. They wanted the big arms, you know, big mm. biceps. Then it went to chest. And now it's abs. I mean, it, it just. <laughs> Whatever, they just want to be able to see oh, them, you know. Yeah. This, this too shall fade. It'll be something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. And hopefully, it'll never be calves. Big. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble. <laughs> calves, I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Have you tried to to get the diamond calves going? Yeah. Have you ever been yeah. able to succeed it? Man, my little calves grow, and I, I don't could, neglect them. It's I an easy one to it. neglect, but dang, it's hard. Only man. when I would uh, get very very lean i could, yeah. I could see that diamond you know mm, split going up the middle yeah. level, so i mean i've been on that chair for more hours than i want to uh admit yeah with you know 90 pounds on that sucker yeah and doing them until it just burned yeah <laughs> and i couldn't get it back up on the little stand you yeah. know help me help me yeah seriously <laughs> yeah. and 
Dave, do you know the difference between doing a standing calf raise and a seated calf raise? I don't know the difference in result. I know how to do both. Well, one of them works totally different. Okay. Okay. When you stand up, you're working the outside part of the calf. Okay. Referred to as your gastronemius or or your calf. Anyway, but when you sit down and break the knee, Uh the muscle under it called your soleus that actually goes down and forms itself into your Achilles tendon, Uh that becomes the prime mover. So the only way to make the soleus the prime mover is to break the knee. That's the reason they have a seated calf. So when oh, you stand okay. up, you actually work the outside of the calf. So the seated calf actually builds width on the calf, where the standing calf actually builds girth and builds it towards the back. Everybody. I, my, my, a a little, little thicker. I had I had serious discussions with my calves, and they weren't listening, <laughs> yeah. brother. I'm just yeah. telling you. I, oh, there was yeah. one area that just did not respond. We just all, go get some implants, man. Exactly. <laughs> Calf implants, like the guy on the uh, butt implants, like the guy on the insurance thing. commercial that rides the bike. It's got the huge calves. Have you oh seen yeah, that? That's hilarious. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I got my my calves my bike. In, I got this, and I got my, my calves, calves insured. Oh lord, <laughs> yeah. Gosh, it's just disgusting yeah. when you look at that. All right, tell them how to get a hold of you, Jake and and Steve. Where do they call? I'm at Club Fit. Uh, we've got a location right in the heart of downtown. It's uh, in the Regions Bank building, 20,000 square feet. Got an indoor running track and everything you would need. And then uh, Hillcrest, um, which is boot camp, yoga, and personal training. Clubfit30.com. It? Yeah, it's Club Fit. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just two kind of different concepts. I wanted to do the class thing. And so we're doing it. All right, and Steve, it's it's good to see you. Good seeing you, Dave. I mean, seriously, you, you look gonna, great. I'm have you guys back? Yeah, uh, to do more with me on 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 this and for my listeners' benefit, because I'm telling you what, I've learned a lot over the years from you guys, and mm. I'll like to s- spread the information around. Thanks. As Thank far you. as that goes. Thank okay, you. so Club Fit, do they have some place you can call? Yeah, it's on our website, um, which is clubfit30, the number 30.com. The 30 is indicative of our model and what we 30 support. Minutes, 30 minutes, man. Fast, efficient, and effective. Okay. So just go to clubfit30.com. And by the way, if, if guys, you, you're more into you know the battle ropes and all that stuff, clubfit30.com. Regions is where you're going to go to. I'm just yeah. telling you. He's got all anything you can ever imagine is sitting yep. in there yep. ready to hurt you that's right i mean not hurt you in a bad way yeah, hurt you in a good yeah. way. make your so muscles cry a little in a good way how about you steve i am in west little rock i'm located inside the gym which is the old powerhouse building you're um, still over there i'm still over there they still serving listen, that good oh food? man i'll tell you what marie does a fabulous <laughs> job with her, her let's do lunch menu i'd love to i want to do yeah lunch it's it's, okay. the, uh, it's milford track twos so if you can, anybody can get over there. It's just clean eating food. It's the best in the state, I promise you. And it's good, good food. But I'm what's, located what's in phone? there. Yeah, I'm located in there, and you can reach me one of two ways. You can either give me a call, 501-366-3145, or you can visit my website, athletesinpain.com, and you can actually email me from there. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I'm going to come over. We'll do it this week. Perfect. Uh, call you. We'll set up maybe Wednesday. Dave, thank you. Can cool. you come over for uh, lunch? Yeah. Yeah, let's all yeah, get together for that'd lunch. Be cool. That's a good place to eat. I'm just telling you, it's clean yeah, tonight. It it's really, really yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, Marie does a fabulous and, job. And she's funny. No, she she's is. a funny lady. Okay, I got to get out of here. That's why they're playing the, the music right now. Let me remind everybody God gave you a whole week of life. 
Surely give him one hour this weekend. Do so. He's got something to tell you. We'll uh, be back with you on Monday in the Capitol at 2. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.